Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Yeah, Bill, let me ask you a real quick question here. How much time would you say you spend each week dealing with these TPS reports? Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is XNC Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Cole Eastwood. Welcome back to another week. This is episode 95, and I'm here with my co-host, Mag. How you doing, buddy? What's going on today I on this Monday? I am out. Standing. I'm ready to get into the show tonight. You know what? It's been an awesome weekend so far. I mean, this is a weekend for me because Monday's my Sunday, right? So, hey, we're going to get into it. We got things to talk about. We got people in the chat. Everybody was electric last week. Everybody was even more electrifying the week before. Let's get it up. Get those thumbs up, people. Start chatting. Start talking. Start spreading the news, man. We got a great show tonight. Let's get into it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for bringing the energy. It's been a crazy week for me. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, not not very many people heard, but just on Wednesday, um, I dislocated my shoulder. It was really bad, and I'll try and tell this story as entertainingly as possible because Meg doesn't really know. I, I messaged him the other day. I'm like, have you ever hurt your shoulder before? He's like, uh, no. Why? Because he didn't see my tweet, but I was playing flag football with some younger people and some guys my age, and I did like one of those uh, running toward the end zone. I did a juke and a reverse spin, and I came down at full running speed on my left arm like straight onto the ground and it rocked me. Like it rocked my whole arm. I was like, Ooh, that's not good. And I didn't want to be one of those guys like, Hey, you're right over there. And I'm like, no. So I tried to get up and I was like, Ooh, this is bad. And, uh, so fast forward a few minutes later, my friend who's a nurse anesthetist who puts people to sleep so they can do surgery on him. He's like, let's take a look at you. He's checking me out and he's like, can you move your arm? I'm like, I don't want to. And he goes, we're going to the ER. So he puts me in his truck, gets me one of those hospital wheelchairs, Mag wheels me out. One of those, like I'm a 90 year old lady. Right. And he's like gingerly walking me or rolling me into the ER. I checked myself in. I signed with, I'm a lefty. I signed my right hand. Like, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, my wife, we called my wife on the way. She came and met me and they sat there with me for like, I don't know, 40 minutes in the, in the ER. And I don't know if anybody's ever broken a bone or dislocated a shoulder because I never have. And the pain was so bad. I just did. I just kind of was trying to breathe, trying not to like cry out like a PlayStation fanboy or like Jim Ryan, like, oh, please oh help me right there. Please. <laughs> Jesus, even in even in the hospital, Colt can't even stop stop ribbing these guys. Oh my God! Anyways, I'm glad you're fine. I'm glad yes, you're good. Yeah, I, I was in the ER, like telling my buddy, I'm like, man, if I was a PlayStation fan, I would have tears streaming oh down God. my face. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but. Uh, to get to the uh, the the best part of the story, they rolled me into the ER. Uh, you know they were super busy even for a Wednesday night. Got me in a hospital bed, hooked up an IV, and the doctor came in. He's like, "My age." He goes, "We're gonna knock you out, and we're gonna wrench your arm into place, and your wife's gonna go in the other room because it looks like we're gonna be doing torture on you." And I'm like, "Okay." They knocked me out, and uh, I woke up ten minutes later. Like I took a small nap. Like I was literally out for ten minutes, Mag, and I'm laying in the bed with a with a sling on, and I go. Oh, I feel great. And my mm-hmm. wife's like, yeah, you're probably a little loopy from the drugs. I'm like, no, I, 100%. I, feel, 
I feel clear as a bell. And I told the nurse and doctor, thank you so much. I'm like, I'm just super grateful because I felt like I've been shot and all it was is a dislocation, but trying to get ready for the show. Like I told Meg, you, you gotta, you gotta hype me up. You gotta pump me up. Cause like I've been all week. I've been going, Oh, my arm hurts. Ah, oh. <laughs> so, but it's okay uh, here. <laughs> Listen, man, you're there. You're good. By the way, I had a, a, a 30 second funny story about the same thing. I had hernia surgery a couple years ago because uh, I exercise quite a bit. And uh, I really, of course, took it like way overboard. Uh, one day I was doing one armed planks for like five minutes on each side. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh-huh. no, no, I, uh-huh. I, I go hard. I go hard. So, anyways, uh, I felt something happen. And then I'm like, well, that doesn't feel right. So, anyways, I ended up getting hernia surgery. My intestines had actually spilled through part was of it. Was it in so the they had front to, like, or on the side? Yeah. On the on the left side, and then it's, and then they had to they had to cut open the whole front of me because my intestines had started spilling through that hole when they tried to repair it. Right. So, anyways, I woke up stoned out of my mind, and I'm like, they're like, "Are you all right?" And then they said, "Listen, you got all these metal staples. They're like an inch long. They're all across your stomach." I'm like, "I'm fine." And I ripped the IV out of my arm. What? No joke. I literally just ripped it out. Blood dripping down my arm. I ripped it out. I threw it to the side. It was like a movie. I threw it down. I got up with my gown and started walking. I'm like, honey, take me home. My wife was Did you get up like Darth Vader and Revenge of the... No. Yeah. And uh, anyways, so the, 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 it took like two nurses and the doctor to get me back in the, the, into the bed. And they're like, you don't understand how much pain you're going to be in later today or tomorrow. I said, you're just really stoned right now. And I'm like, I feel fabulous. Yeah, I was out for seven weeks. <laughs> oh After my that, gosh! Yeah, it was it was nasty. But but what I, the only reason why I brought that up is because as soon as you said I feel great, it is a hundred percent the drugs. It's a hundred percent they make you feel fantastic. But anyways, that's not k- kids at home. Don't listen to what I said. I'm not saying drugs are good. I'm just saying drugs are good when you injure yourself in the hospital. Okay, <laughs> don't go right. Don't 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 take this as some weird public service announcement the other way. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we Phillip, got video games to talk about. We do have video games to talk about. Video uh, Phil. Philippe Guerin said, Colt to the nurse, can you give me what Jim Ryan is having? Uh, actually, I, I told them to go give Jim Ryan some of what I'm having. Um, yeah, give, I, give him a, a sedative for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard about dislocations that like, once you pop it back in, like a lot of that pressure is relieved other than yes. muscle tearing and everything. So as far as being tender, but like that pain was like not going anywhere. So when I woke up, like I, it was the weirdest thing. Like, you know, when you just kind of take a small nap and you're like, that was about the right time. Like I felt so alert. And then I went home and had a full night's sleep. And then what happened the next day? Uh, well that day you I don't put remember out because the- you were stoned. Yeah. Well, I don't think so, <laughs> but I think that was the day I, that morning I put out my Redfall preview uh, out to YouTube and then uh, went and played flag football with my son and some other kids and stuff. And it just happens so fast. It really does happen so fast. But we, today, Meg, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into this pretty soon here about this new uh, scrutiny g- going back onto PlayStation. Xbox is in a really good situation with ABK. We've got some strange teases from Xbox as well. So we're going to have a really good show. And like Meg said, hit the like button if you're here. We are like five episodes away from 100 episodes. And I don't know if that means anything, but I'm surprised that we've made it this far. And I'm glad to have you here, Meg. On this journey, it's 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 a good time. I'm excited for that, and I can't wait for the hundredth episode. And if anybody is wondering, on the hundredth episode, we are going to publicly flog uh, Randall Thor live on the, live on the air. Uh, I will drive down to uh, Chicago, wherever he is, um, and that we're going to be doing that live for the hundredth episode. So please stay tuned for that. And by the Can way, you Chad, imagine you we're, we're have, we have GoPros strapped to our heads and we live stream the drive, like the walk into his house. 
Rand, let us see. Yeah. What are you guys doing here? And then that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Alfonso Mendoza in the chat. These guys don't even miss a beat. This chat, eh? Unbelievable. It's like right away he says, "Mag told me drugs are fantastic." You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I don't uh, know much about like what medication does. Uh, you know, my friend does this for a living. He puts people yeah. down and then picks them back up after they get surgery. But uh, I said, is there anything you guys can give me to make me feel wonderful? Except I said, like, is, is there anything you guys can give me? And I probably sound like one of those, you know, come on, hit me, hit me. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know what's some? what. And they go, Oh yeah. Okay. We'll give you some fentanyl. And I had the IV in and she plunged uh. something in there. And I thought, I thought like I was going to get the wash over of pain relief nothing for like the next 30 minutes nothing until they knocked me out and that's when i felt great but um yeah i mean uh i'm glad to be here like i'm just trying to keep my arm moving but um there was something else i was gonna say it must be the drugs speaking we got a couple supers here yosemite blam yosemite blam says thank you for the five goes so cool are you a lefty but play guitar righty yes i'm a lefty i throw with my right uh i punch with my right i draw with my right right with my I said right the whole time. Okay, no, I'm not on anything. Last thing I took was like a couple I wrote three days ago. I am a lefty. I throw with my left. I write with my left. Holy smokes. I'm just really nervous. I feel like it's been forever since we did the show. Uh, yes, I'm a lefty at everything, but I play guitar right-handed because, I don't know, and I eat with my right hand. I don't know. I'm weird. He says, or is this some camera trick I don't get? No. Um, let me see. On the show, it should be right. Uh, yeah, guitar over there. Yeah, this is my left. Um, uh, as far as the cameras being flipped, we're good. We're good. We're all right. All right. I'm going to slow down. Amazing. Neil says Colton uses AARP card. Absolutely. I mean, if anybody, I don't ever say how old I am, but you have a pretty good idea how old I am. And one of the things mag that you, you work out a lot and you yes. stay active, but the problem is when you get to be this age, guys, for those of you who are maybe in your twenties or thirties, you remember how to do all the moves. Like I know how to juke and reverse spin and lunge and, and like run down a football field, but my body doesn't, does not have the capacity to make the actual <laughs> engagement it's funny because your mind. Your mind says one thing and your body goes, oh, hell no, you're not doing lunges with 100 pounds on your shoulders. <laughs> I, I tried <laughs> I tried that last week. I was not lunges, excuse me, uh, squats. So I, I, I do squats without without any weights. And no, I'm not a gym bro. Somebody asked me that in the, in the chat. I just like to stay on top of these things because, listen, I'm 48 years old. I'll tell you, you guys straight at home. up. Yeah, right? I, have, I, have a whole, I have a whole gym at home. I used to go to the gym and then the pandemic happened. And then I'm like, you know what? Instead of paying like, you know, 3,500 bucks a year, whatever the hell it is. I'm like, you know what I'm just going to do? I'm just going to pay that or well, double that and then buy all the stuff for the house. And then because during the pandemic, everything was closed. Right. So I yeah. built a home gym. I mean, I know not everybody could do that, but I mean, I did. And I built a home gym kind of like I built my own arcade. Guys, check it out. I got three cabinets now. There it is in the back. I, there, love, the street it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I got Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and I got Big Buck Hunter. I got more coming. Miss Pac-Man at some point. Uh, anyways, back to the story. Listen, I do that at home or whatever. And then my, my mind is like, you know, I, I'm Rocky Balboa, right? In my mind. I'm thinking I'm carrying full kegs on my back and doing squats. And then all of a sudden I do one squat with 100 pounds on my back. And I'm like, the knees were like, oh, hell no, we're not doing that again. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to stop after one. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then it's back to no weights and doing uh, doing squats. So, yeah, I get it. Your mind is right. But you know the thing is? Your mind's an amazing thing, too, eh? I cycle. Eight, okay, for you guys, I know it's. Uh, I, I'm going to have to translate it. Uh, I do 80 to 100. Well, let's say about 100 kilometers a week uh, cycling, okay, on top of, like, doing weight training and stuff like that. So now when I do that, that's about, I would say, about 65 miles to 70 miles a wow. week. 
Okay, so I wow. do that cycling, and then I do all the other stuff. And, of course, I work. And then, of course, I do the show. And, uh, you know, whatever else, so we do all these things, right? Listen, you got to keep doing it because I've seen people in their 40s and in their 50s, and they're falling apart. Okay, I'm falling apart for different reasons because, you know, you get beat up over time. You know what I mean? But the yeah. thing is, if you don't stay active, you don't stay moving, you don't stay what I actually wanted to plan. By a minute, I might as well say this now while we're on the air. I was planning on doing something, and I might still launch it very soon. I want to do an initiative where I get gamers, especially gamers, because we're all gamers here, guys. Anybody in the chat and everybody else listening and everybody listening after the fact, a lot of gamers live a very sedentary lifestyle, right? You sit down, you play games for eight, nine hours. You're not getting it up. You're not doing anything. I want to start an initiative where we get active ga gamers active more. Go for walks. Do this and that. Take breaks in between. You know what I'm saying? Do something active in between so that we can last longer. So we'll be there for the Xbox yeah. Series X, Y, and Z that come out in 25 you mean so years from now. we can live long enough to see these games release exactly and we, we we might and if we we might live long enough to see grand theft auto 6 come out at some point probably right. in 2055 when the first enterprise launches into space uh it should be around the same time as that but anyways that's what we got to do guys stay active stay healthy at the same time we're going to be there longevity so we can play like i said the series xyz or the playstation 11 and we're going to be there for all that so let's get let's anyway let's get back into the game talk because we got things to talk about a lot of crying this week colt yeah i mean it's crazy we got uh mayo kong with the canadian two dollars 79 says good evening colt and professor x from wish Rude. You know Professor X, I can blow your head up, right? I have the power to do this as an X-Men. Anyways, carry on, Colt. Oh, uh, I mean, all, all, all old jokes aside, yes, yes, we are old. But uh, let's, let's, let's start off by something kind of fun that happened like not too long before the show got rolling. We got um, Sarah Bond teased something about Xbox. She just said, the Xbox Fellowship or something like that. What did she say? Where's the tweet? Um, I don't know if you, did you see this Meg uh, It's uh, right well, here? She said team Xbox. And it was a picture. Yes. Uh, it was a vector drawing. Somebody did of the fellowship from Lord of the Rings, like yes, in yes, that yes, silhouette in the, yeah. in the sunset walking. And everyone's like, uh, does this mean something? So I made this meme that I'm going to pop up on screen. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> by the way, I loved it. And, um, you know, I had to make Aragorn was Phil. Uh, people won't be able to see us here for a second. And, of course, Jason Ronald as Gandalf and Sarah Bond as Legolas. And then for some reason, Matt Booty is Boromir, although he doesn't uh, seem like he fits the type. But I just – I didn't <laughs> I wouldn't, I didn't try to worry about who was who, but it was just funny yeah, making – Phil had to be Aragorn. <laughs> right. It has to be. Return of the King, right? Come yes. On. What say you? What say <laughs> you? You know? Yeah, and Gandalf had to be – Jason Ronald, and then just for fun, Gimli looks just like Stein from the Xbox communications team. And then you've got Aaron Greenberg down there as, as Samwise, and uh, Todd Howard as Frodo. Just that kills me. Uh, and then Pete Hines, and then Tim Schafer for what the heck not? Because um, there's only so many prominent leaders that are like that are oh, that, well, that are face personality, right? He's right. a personality. You gotta have him in there. Uh, there we go. Now we can see the picture. Uh, Phil with the long hair is absolutely hilarious. Listen, when we bump into him at E3, uh, well, not E3, but at the Xbox show at some point, yeah, we yeah. gotta bring. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to call him Aragorn. I'm gonna see if he remembers, and it'll be like, oh yeah, that meme that Colt put up. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently he responded to it. So, yeah, he did. He responded to me, and, he, and he, he said, yeah, he said that the picture of Jason Ronald is actually. Very accurate. That's actually him with the staff and everything. And then Aaron Greenberg replied an hour later and said to me, he's like, this is very awkward. I just showed this to Matt Booty in the middle of a meeting. 
<laughs> so we, all right, picture off. We, uh, we were, we were having a good time with it. And that uh, was fantastic. I think the team must be up to something. I don't know if there's, um, a Lord of the Rings, uh, IP game that like already exists. that's going to drop into game pass. Does it mean Xbox is working on their own Lord of the Rings game? I don't know. Chat, what are you thinking honest. about this? What do you, Mag, what do you think? What I, is behind this? Listen, doesn't Embracer Group own all the rights to the uh, the Warner Brothers Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Um, and oh, that would yeah. be like the most, you know. And then there's that Frodo game, not Frodo game. Uh, my God, uh, what the heck's it called? Uh, the uh, Gollum. the Gollum game. Excuse me. Yeah. There's the Gollum game coming up of some uh, some European developer, I think it is. Um, I, it's kind of a shady situation because, like, you look at what like like not shady. I should say. I should say convoluted more uh, more uh, appropriately because I mean you've got Embracer Group has rights to one thing, and apparently. They've given Warner Brothers the go-ahead, if anybody didn't know. Uh, they gave Warner Brothers the go-ahead to go ahead with Peter Jackson and, um, and Philip Aboyans uh, to go ahead and make more Lord of the Rings films, right? So that's yeah. going to be coming up in the next five years. So there's that going on. But at the same time, Amazon got the rights to like the Silmarillion and, though, and basically the appendices of those books. So they got the rights to that. So that's why they're making the Rings of Power over in their corner. Warner Brothers is over here in this corner. Uh, this European <laughs> developer is making Gollum in this corner. And I'm like, where does Xbox fit into all this? I don't see it happening because, I mean, at the end of the day, Warner Brothers does have the distribution, I think, the digital distribution rights to, the, to make new games. However, if I'm not mistaken, weren't any of the other games, the, uh, the, the last two that came out, the one with, um, the one with that uh, Nemesis system? My Shadow, God, I can't remember the, the name. Mordor games. Shadow of War. I call them Mordor yes. games, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the Mordor. Yeah, Shadow of War and Shadow, Shadow of Mordor, whatever it was. Yeah, um, those games, Don't were, miss those, believe, by the way. Weren't they in Game Pass? Am I mistaken? Chat, help me out. I think they were in Game Pass. George Jones, I feel you, brother. I feel I you. The, yeah, Blarg with the Rings of Power. Um, I actually don't remember that, Mag. I don't remember if they were or not because I've always owned them, and uh, I played through. I played through them all. So, yeah, I played uh, through both of them. I I swear they were in there for a short tenure in Game Pass. I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure there was either that or else it was PlayStation Plus or one of the two. Anyways, I. <laughs> my God, True Seventy Seven in the chat. He goes, "Can we get a Gollum game?" But Gollum is voiced by Tim Todd. <laughs> You're like, oh, my precious. Love it. Um, that's my impression of Tim Dog. I love Tim Dog. And, and we were actually talking the other see. day. So what if it was what if it was just like an internal meeting where they where they were talking and and they were likening the team to kind of get together and work and synergize together like the fellowship. And Sarah Baum's just feeling good and just sent out that little graphic and said Team Xbox. And then everyone's like had, Right. Yeah, you know what I think it was? I think I think that was just to show like the solidarity of the of the team of the teams, uh, you know what I mean, coming together yeah, as a yeah. fellowship and like let's face it. Oh yeah, like but there's gearing up with Xbox and yeah, like they're gearing and then of course soon ABK whatever right. So and then who knows what else and then you know there's the rumors of Ubisoft Plus. Well, there've been rumors for like two years that Ubisoft Plus was supposed to get into the Game Pass whatever. But anyways, uh, the the point is I think it was just to show solidarity of the teams, right? To show yeah. that they're you know they're all working together and you know the thing is. I think that that was a bit of a not a warning shot. I don't want to say that that was like they don't really create much drama in that respect. However, I do feel that it was a little bit something geared towards um, big things are finally coming to fruition. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like talking for so long, and then the pandemic messed everything up and delayed everything for everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, and and that's fine. Whatever things happen, and now things are on track. 
And now you've got two big, well, three big games coming this year and more to keep coming. It's like the organ grinder is finally, the machine is oiled. They're starting to crank. And now we're going to start seeing the product. So I think that that was a bit of like a, you know, the war is upon us. Here we go, guys. Get ready for the ride. You know, we're going up the hill of that roller coaster. You're about to get the thrills now. I mean, you know, like I said, we got three hot games that we know about. Right? You've got Redfall, Starfield, and Forza. You don't know what else is coming out. We don't know if they're going to do the Senua thing. I don't know if that's going to get pushed at 2024. We don't know. doesn't we don't matter. Know, yeah. but, but if you've got three hot games in seven months, which they do presumably, right? So like w- within that area of, let's say, May to December, okay? You've got seven months in there. Um, you release three big first-party games. You're doing just fine, right? And then right after that, you dovetail into 2024 with whatever else is going to be coming out, how they want to release it, how they're, how they're going to do it. And let's not forget the ace up their sleeve, the ABK situation, which, of course, they would jump on immediately and start getting those back catalog games into Game Pass yeah. and then everything else, and then everything else moving forward. We're not talking exclusivity, folks. Okay, I talked about that Friday when I was on uh, when I was on Crossfire. You're jumping so you're jump like racing so far ahead. Um, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. I, I just I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. But anyway, I that's know, what I'm thinking. She did. Long story longer. I think she just put that meme or that picture up there just to show. Like I said, that they're in the council all on and they're about to go. Here we are. They're about to go head to- out. Yeah. Yep. What about um, one fan said? What if this was a Lord of the Rings? Uh, IP Zenimax Online is working on a new MMO that is not Elder Scrolls. What if they got the rights or they paid for the rights to do something in the Lord of the Rings uh, universe? I I don't know, like with that WB thing. Or the other thing is, what if their their eyes on the prize that they actually do want to buy WB? I mean, that's the other crazy thing to think about. They were apparently, I'm not going to speak on behalf of them, but I mean, we all heard at some point that they were sitting at the table. Yes, right when yes. they were taught when they were t- like when they were talking about it yeah like and then apparently you know they you know microsoft was there and apparently they pushed away from the table a little bit or pushed their chair out doesn't mean that it's over yeah yeah by the way that looks fantastic you know yeah i wouldn't be so, i wouldn't be so sad if i got one for the flight from toronto to la when i go down there for e3 but uh, Thing's i don't huge, know man i i could breastfeed I with this thing but um it really well, helped because when I, with a dislocated shoulder, uh, they wanted me in a sling like this. And anybody who's a gamer knows you sit like this when you game, you know, maybe a little yeah, lower, yeah, right? Gonna, and so work. I just put the, the Valari pillow on my lap and it kept my, uh, my arms like where they should be. And I didn't have to worry about one, you know, this one taking any pressure. But uh, yeah, that's the Valari pillow. They sent me that like a year ago. Um, it's got the older logo when I, when I wasn't wearing glasses on there, but anyway, yeah. Um, Meg, let me, uh, let's see. I've got, let me talk about this for just a minute. I've got some uncut gameplay here. Hold on. Sometimes I have to bring this over. Let me see. Gameplay two. there. Everything's working. All right, cool. So uh, I talked about Redfall last week and I know a lot of people have some concerns about, the combat. And so while you're looking at this combat, this is, this is footage that was sent to me. I wasn't allowed to capture. If I was allowed to capture, I would have had a lot more fun making the video because I would get those great moments and get them into the production. But, um, Meg, did you get a good look at this footage that everyone was sharing last week? What are your thoughts on the gunplay, uh, for Redfall? We'll start Uh, with the gunplay. 
the gunplay looked tight, and the thing is, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, was it not ID that that got involved as well and helped with the uh, the shooting mechanics? Yep, yep, machine so, games. Yep. And, oh, and yeah, right. Oh, so machine games as well. The, the Wolfenstein team, yeah, from Machine Games. Oh, I thought it was I the, thought it was ID from the from the Doom series. I thought they got involved as well. Um, well, I ca- I think I said Machine Games in my video, but uh, okay, I'm, maybe I'm mistaken then. So it doesn't it, matter. If it, it's yeah, it could games, be one of the too. one of the teams that because Machine Games works in ID. Um, uh, in id tech, and they've do, done. Oh, their, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, so maybe I maybe I was mistaken there. Maybe I thought it was. Uh, maybe I it am. Was, uh, it was id. Uh, who the I'll heck look it knows? up while it you're talking about the footage. Okay. Well, listen. Oh, the the gameplay looked tight, but you know what? This is the advantage, and this is something that PlayStation's been doing for a number of years with their different teams, right? They they help each other out, you know, with the decimal engine, this and that, and the other thing, whatever. And and of course, like when they got a big game, some of the other teams come in there and help them out if they have a specific expertise, like let's say in. You know, uh, vehicle, um, you know, vehicle, uh, driving vehicles or anything like that, or uh, gun mechanics or anything. Maybe one team is better than the other. They go and help. So this is the kind of thing that you do when you have all these teams and you have them. You know, you have Arcane working on this game. Then you get like the Machine Games guy and maybe it, uh, the the ID guys, or maybe it was just the ID tech help with the games. That's how you make things better. You have all these assets for a reason. You have them for a reason so that they can get back. By the way, Devin Alexander, I am from Canada. I'm from Toronto. Uh, <laughs> sorry, yes. Um, and yeah, that's what I see. So what I saw looked tight to me. But listen, at the end of the day, I've said this last week. I'm going to say it again this week. Until the game is in my hand, I could talk to him blue in the face, and I usually do. But you know what I mean? Until it's in my hand and I feel it. I mean, you played it, and and it'd be better to come from you. I just, I just say it yeah, looked great. it would. Like for, my observation said that it looked fantastic to me. I had no issues with it. It didn't look laggy. It didn't look like it was. You know what I mean? Uh, but again, until it's in my hands and it's something tangible that I can utilize and I can actually, you know, get the feel for it, um, and of course the interaction. That then it's you know what I mean. For me, it's hearsay. You talk, Cole. Tell me how was yeah. It? How did there's feel? there's a couple things that people need to understand. Like one thing that's missing from the comp, the gunplay feels really great, and it's what you'd expect from a triple A first-person shooter one thing they don't do in this game that a lot of games like call of duty will do is when you aim down sights like literally aim down sights iron sight a gun call of duty will zoom the camera in further than your actual character would be looking this game doesn't do that so it may feel strange as a video game like why aren't you aiming down sight well when you hold a gun up you're looking through the rear sight so it doesn't zoom the camera in for you to give you like better acquisition. Um, hip firing feels really great in the game if you're not aiming down sights. And the guns have like a lot of punch. And then as far as the combat, people said the AI looked dumb or they were too easy. This footage they provided for me looked like they were playing on an easier mode. And a lot of developers will do that to make their game make you look like you can be a total BA when you, when you get in there. But these vampires like they'll get in your face and i died a few times and had to walk all the way back from the the safe house which was the firehouse which you can unlock around the world so um yeah uh, some of the concerns i have mag is you go around in the open world and there's not much going on other a couple of cultists hanging out over by a car over by like a, a puddle of gas or so you'll see like a car cry yeah but you know you like don't have like massive complexes of- or or massive forts that at least I didn't get to. One of the problems, Meg, is that they gave me an hour and a half to play, and I was trying to see as much as I could or push through the main big blockbuster mission as quickly as possible. And uh, right now, if it's synced with what I'm saying, is you're you're putting these dolls down at a dollhouse. Like I had to go find those in on the property, and I'm like, 
I don't want to do this right now. Like I have limited time. If I was playing this at home, I'd be looking around, grabbing things, getting loot, popping off enemies kind of, but I was trying to like get going so I could experience as much of the game as possible. That's the one downfall is if you're yeah, in well, parts of the world where there's not a lot going on. What's that? Well, I was, I was saying you, you didn't have a lot of time. So your, your focus was probably on, let me get as much in as possible yeah. While I have the opportunity to do so, you're not thinking clearly. Like, whereas, not that you're not thinking clearly, but what I'm trying to say is like when you are sitting at home and let's say you have a three or four hour block to play the game or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to explore, you're going to explore garages. You're going to go in backyards. You're going to go check out gas stations. You're going to go do this and that. You're going to go fiddle around on uh, countertops and stores and see what you can interact with and do. Well, at least I do that kind of stuff because I'm kind of, you know, I'm interested to like, I try to get like a, a full enveloping of the world you know what i mean like i like to get right in there and feel like i'm part of that world so i do all that stuff but if they go like all right you got two hours and go i just be like shoot everything as possible get as far as i can squeeze in as much death as humanly possible and then and then and then that's it then they're going to turn it off it's kind of like doing an exam you know and pencils down you know what i mean like that kind of thing i think they had a lot to learn from doing this event because they they had the media in the morning and then us content creators, 20 of us at uh, one or two in the afternoon. But so we only had an hour and a half. So I, I they probably felt like they couldn't give us more time or it'd be a really cumbersome day to deal with. But sure. um, one of the moments, like when I first died, I went to walk back to that mansion where this character is in right now. And I went through a parking garage and there were cars to loot. There were like, there'll be a vampire skulking around. It's nothing like Left 4 Dead. It's zero, zero percent like left for dead or back for blood. Like I was walking around that, like the, the garage and I could hear, I I didn't get this properly explained in my video, but there was often in the surround sound of my headset, there was a vampire like rustling around the corner, like down and around the corner somewhere, like to, to my 3d hearing. Right. And I can hear him like, he's like, oh, just taking sick and tired of them. They're always, they're always out there. They think they can do, you know, he's like, he was mumbling to himself, like an angry vampire. And I go awesome. looking for him and he's like skulking. He's kind of floating around. And as soon as he sees me and I'll do it in slow motion. So I don't rip my arm out of my socket, but he's like, and he kind of lights up and he just bolts at me and starts swiping his arms. And I'm like, I'm like this, hold my gun. I'm like backing up. And I was on a concrete floor in a, in a computer chair with a headset on. And I scooted my chair back because when I went back, my chair rolled back on me and I was like, and I laughed because like, dang man, that's so cool. I'm surprised (laughs) you didn't separate your shoulder then. At least you could have sued. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, (laughs) Phil. We're not, yeah, so I know, I the know pacing the pacing's really cool. You have these slow times, you have these tense times, you have exploration, you have loot finding, you have a, you can attack these cult members. The cult members will pull out a bullhorn and they're like <laughs> and then you, they start surrounding you and um of course then there's that meter at the top. Um the more big zombies or I always say zombies, the more vampires you kill, this meter fills up. And once that thing is full, the nightmare vampire will come out. And they're like, uh, for those of you who played prey, this big swirling nightmare comes in and it is almost impossible to kill. You're in the fight for your life. So yeah, it's got this cool pacing going on. So I think people are pretty excited about, um, what this could be. You know, the thing is I like the option and this is the way I like to play games, whether it's, Okay, so far what I've seen, if I if I may say, um, so far what I've seen and I've observed, 
is that this seems to be like a Borderlands vibe to it. I'm not saying the yeah, art yeah. direction. I'm not saying the graphics or the art direction or anything like that. I'm saying the vibe and, and the style of play seems to be very Borderlands. I am a monster Borderlands fan. I have 1,000 out of 1,000 and platinumed every single Borderlands game repeatedly, uh, including like the hand. I went back and did Borderlands 2. I went back and did the Handsome Jack collection. And then, of course, I, you know, I, I got, yep. um, I got 2,000 out of 2,000 on Borderlands 3. That includes all the DLC. Uh, I adore those games. Uh, shout out to Noof Nukem. Actually, I did, I did, uh, I was playing with him on that one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, anyways. That's the vibe I get. But here's the thing. I like the idea of choice. And the choice that I like is that I can either go in like a complete like psychotic meth head and just start shooting everything in sight mm-hmm. like a maniac. Or I can back off, take my time, and plan my attack. Obviously, things will get hairy no matter what. Like if a vampire sees you, obviously they turn and attack you like you said. However, you could approach the situations in a more you know, regimented uh, manner where you could be like, all right, listen, I'm going to go this way. You go this way. You know, when I give the signal, unleash hell on these guys, or whatever, as opposed to just running and gunning like a maniac, uh, like constantly. Right. So at least you get different pacing for different areas and depending on how you want to approach it. If it can do that for me, then that's, then that, then I'm sold. Then I'm good because yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I understand there's no stealth or anything like that. Like in, uh, in like borderlands or anything. I get that. But, I mean, if you can approach a situation where you can have a game plan and not just be bombarded instantly, then I'm, I like that idea. Like, you know, like Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty, you can't control the pace of the game. The pace of the game is controlled for you. It's on rails, so to speak. Yeah, right? it like, is. It's like playing, a... Yeah, it's like, it's like Universal like, Studios ride in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like it's a, it's a campaign that's on rails. I love them. I adore them. But you don't control the pacing. In this situation, it sounds like you can control the uh, the pacing more, which is exactly it because then what are you doing at the end of the day? This, the key word here is control. You're giving the players the power to control the narrative in terms of how you want to approach it. Then I'm, that, that's, that's, how, that's a winner to me, right? Because yeah. it gives you the freedom to be able to do what you want. Yeah, and it, it it a lot of people are like it doesn't really look like Borderlands, and it isn't really like it. Well, it's I don't kind mean of, to look like it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Borderlands game, but it's more Borderlands than it is Far Cry, and that's because your character has a couple different powers that are on a cooldown that you treat a lot like when you're playing a Borderlands game, which is Borderlands is like a first person Diablo, right? You have this attack, then you have that attack, and one of them's on a cooldown, or both right. of them on a cooldown. Um, the loot is not everywhere like there isn't loot that's dropping constantly like borderlands so it's very light like you'll see loot when you're supposed to get loot um and another problem with this play test i did was they said we want you to pick one character and and then play as them and then we'll see what you say and i thought man i know they can't give us like four hours to play but it would have been really great for me to play as layla and then say all right now we're gonna take a break and now i'm gonna try you know, dev and, or I'm going to try Jacob because I was sitting next to a guy, uh, Jackson that has a, he has a huge YouTube channel and he was playing as one character and this guy over here was playing Remy. And this guy was like, this character is so unbelievably awesome. And I was like, really? That's so, so cool. I didn't get to do that. And and, I was Layla. And then I asked this guy and he's like, Oh, I was this person and they were so amazing. I did this. I did this. I was like, Oh man, like I want to try all that stuff. But, um, I don't know. Uh, it's like 35 well, days away or 36 days away. You know, I'm really surprised that there's not an open beta. Like, after you guys did your event, 
I'm actually really surprised that they're not going to do a stress test with the servers. Uh, they will. Like won't. The Don't you think they will? Well, if I you said it's the launch, the launch is in 35 days. That's a pretty small window to get your act together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, let's yeah. say they well, have maybe some they issues. Have it, you have a very short window to fix those issues, like on a large scale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that, that, that's, that's what true. I'm saying. Well, speaking of getting their act together, Mag, what do you think about this this atrocity that the PS5 version was canceled for Redfall? That was like the, that was bigger news than the than the previews the night that it's, I ripped my arm off. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. If, if they they were in the middle of let's say they were develop they're developing the game for the PlayStation Five, they get bought, and of course they're gonna cancel it. Why would they keep making it? Right? If they if if they if if the intention from the beginning was to make it an Xbox exclusive going forward for that specific game, then for the why past would three they... years, like it was, yeah. you're talking three years. They 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 announced intent to acquire them in October, and then they had them acquired by the beginning of 2021. Right? So they had so like, over why... two years. Right. So what? What? Why would you continue to to pour R and D into something like that if you're not if you have no intention of releasing it? Am I the only person who doesn't realize that it makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever why people are angry? Who the hell cares? Right. If you want to play it, play it over there. If I want to play, if I want to play, uh, you know, uh, whatever, God of War, I'll go play it on the PlayStation. I'm not going to cry about it. I understand not everybody can afford everything. I get that. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. However, I've said it ad nauseum that at least Xbox has put done it in a way where the accessibility is unbelievable. You could do it with your cell phone, with your tablet, with whatever, and you could do it for ten bucks and a controller. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. Right. You don't have to buy a seven hundred dollar PS5 to play one game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, like that's what you right. have to do. That that's that's hey, that's the wall. Like that is the that is the financial wall. Well, uh, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, the console port is like the last thing they do. So, uh, nearly three years into release, um, well, I mean they did delay it a year, but right. you you had almost two years into release. If they were working on the PS5 port and Xbox goes, oh, we're gonna we're we'll be buying you, so that'll be on Xbox. They're like. Oh, good. And they shoved all that work. Like, good. We don't have to worry about all the protocol over here. You know how much labor? You know how much labor they're saving? How much time they'd be wasting? If you're not going to release it there, why would they even bother continuing to work on it? And they're like, all right, well, we're just doing it for Xbox. Great. Oh, Xbox and PC. Great. Done. Sold. I mean, ABK, a little different. We'll get into ABK later. Yes. I I have a completely different philosophy of how they're going to move forward with ABK. That this is just my thoughts, right? Just my thoughts, but I think most of the Bethesda games are gonna are, are gonna remain. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. For <laughs> you once, said Bethesda, but you meant Blizzard, and I've been misspeaking all all day. I know. Yes, no, no, we, no, are, I was we are going to get into that. Though, but... Hey, and for the chat, you know, thanks to a thousand eleven hundred people that are here watching. Let me yep. tell you about what we're gonna get into in just a minute. We're kind of getting warmed up. Like my arm is like, uh, you know, it got ripped off by a Bantha and, and I'm just kind of just hanging out here trying to do the show with Meg, but we're going to talk about, um, we have a couple little things. I might move them toward the end. Cause I know we want to get into the meat of everything, but we're going to talk about game pass. We're going to talk about, 
uh, the new games coming out this fall and the CMAs total turnaround, uh, a turnaround that's going against PlayStation, which I want to get into as soon as possible after I read a couple supers. And then, um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that. I, I want to keep you abreast of what's going on, but thank you so much for the supers. We got, uh, Biff Rinaldi, you w- welcome to the channel membership. Biff Rinaldi has been here like every week. He's amazing. Thank you so much. True. Paul says, so Mag is Barbie, <laughs> Barney five to Colt sheriff, Andy welcome. Wow. And that's, that is a deep that is a deep cut there cerebral paul you know not everybody's in the retirement home like you are so uh we you know that they can remember the andy griffith show but i do but yeah, uh, anyway cerebral paul is, is taking the he's taking it out on us because that's something that our parents watch the old uh andy griffith show i mean of course i saw it on nick at night and went past it and went and watched Doug or something. But yes, I know what Barney Fife is in and uh, Andy. Uh, Devin Alexander with the Canadian $2.20 says, let's go Devin. Canada. Love you guys. He's uh, a, he's a hometown. He's actually a hometown boy. He's from the same region I am, actually. Awesome. So I we're about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Toronto. So well, we're not in Toronto. We're just about, we're just east of it. Yeah. Well, so. I'm like eight hours from, from the Canadian border, you know, it takes like, you know, oh, 12 yeah. hours to get to BC, which is on the other side of the world, uh, in oh, Canada, yeah. but oh, yeah. That's- could I be an honorary Canadian one of these days? We'll see if Why I can not? make it happen. Just come up here. Listen, when the aliens invade, you're going to get, you're going to be, have a problem. Just drive up North. You just tell them Mag sent you. You can come over, stay with me. You'll be fine. We'll live off moose for the rest of our lives. We'll just shoot moose and then we'll be good. <laughs> I mean, we don't live anywhere near that, but Hey, we'll go to the Yukon territories in the middle of nowhere. And then we'll just, we'll just, we'll be like the, we'll be like the, 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 the couple in the last of us that just live in the cottage. That's it. We'll just, we'll just drink soup and eat deer forever and just hang out. The hell else are you gonna do? Anyway, well, that's I mean, I mean, if you don't have any come. power, you can't play Xbox games up there. But Detective C, thank you so much for the twenty dollars super. He says, always appreciate the positive attitude in here and treating folks with respect. Have a great week, guys. Mag, do we do we do those? Everybody, things? everybody, we surprisingly we do. Uh, I got to tell you, everybody in the chat, guys, every guys, gals, everybody, every last one of you in this chat. You guys have been amazing. There's been no, like, I look, like, I mean, I don't get to see everything all the time, but I mean, I look and I see, I got the second screen. I see the chat. I see that they, True77, you are just dropping hilarious bombs tonight. This guy's really funny. Uh, he's, he's actually a pretty funny, dude. Uh, anyways, listen, you guys are amazing. You guys are so welcoming to everybody that's been on here. You've been welcoming to me. I was actually expecting a lot of heat, to be quite honest, because people like Gaz. I don't know why they like Gaz. I mean, we don't, we don't know why. I, we're not sure if they like him, but yeah, I, mi- I miss the guy, but. I'm really uh, grateful to have you here, hey, bro. It's really speaking great. Speaking of which, it's been wonderful, and you guys are awesome. Keep up the positivity. Keep up the great time, because at the end of the day, guys and gals and everybody else, guess what? We're here to game, and you're here to have a good time, and we're here to talk about good things. And by the way, oh. i got a video with Gaz coming up very soon. Oh, yes. I, yeah, I've heard a little bit about this. Did you – you need to follow me on Twitter, because I put up a tweet of a graphic of all the Xbox IPs and all the all the logos – Meg, I got so much heat. I probably got 90 comments saying, they bought all those Xbox, those games are never coming out, and people are Hold, mad. I see them. I oh. see all your tweets. I just because now you're in my algorithm, right? There's some yeah. people that if 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 I fall like like into a different direction for like a week, all of a sudden some people I used to talk to all the time get knocked out of the algorithm, right? But anyways, you're yeah. in there because obviously we talk all the time now, especially now that we're doing the show. But we were talking before, but more so now. Anyways, I see it. I just don't engage with these clowns. Uh, you know, the people that get so angry, I'm like, why are you getting angry? This is something fun. Like, it's supposed to be something yeah, fun. I, know. Well, I mean, I'm, I kind of get mute it. Like, all you know. of them. 
I mute all of them. I don't, I don't respond to any of them anymore. Uh, it's very rare. I'll, I'll try and say, well, this is actually in, but most of the time it's just like, it's so pointless. Paris in the chat, shout out to him. He says, I don't hey, like Gaz. <laughs> he Nobody says, I just want to fight Gaz at E3, but the LACC will be empty. The LA Convention Center. Actually, yeah. I've, seen Par- I've seen Paris. He's a pretty big dude. I wouldn't, ma- Gaz, I wouldn't mess with him. I think Gaz is like four foot one. So, uh, Gaz, stay away Gaz from Paris. Like, right? He'll eat you. Gaz for is like lunch. seven Sprite cans tall. It's not going <laughs> to happen for him, bro. It's not, no matter how much he works out, it's, it's not going to go well for Gaz. But um, yeah. let's see. We got uh, Stark Mango with the $2 Super. Thanks for saying that. Hargy Chani. Sends a five says Sony paid to drop the hey, Xbox Hargy. version of Death Loop and Ghost Ghost Death Death Loop and Ghost Wire. Uh, he's got me all tongue twisted. Wanted to drop the Xbox version of Starfield as well. If that's to I'll, be believed, I'll, and no, no. Yeah. Can I ask you a question then? Can I ask a question? How about this? What happened to the Xbox version of Final Fantasy VII remake? Did Square continue to develop it, or did they just say to hell with it because it's been three years? Well, cold. did Sony tell them to to just don't worry about it? Like. Oh, you know, it's we oh we still got to work on that because it's been a year. The year exclusives coming up, and and so he's just like, yeah, don't worry about it. We got you. Yeah, right, exactly. And that was twenty 2020, twenty. Then twenty twenty one happened. Then twenty twenty two happened. Now it's twenty twenty three. Meg, did they cut them an additional check in twenty twenty one or whatever it was? Of course they did. Of course they did. They just kept it right off of there because I because hey, you know what? If that's the way you want to do it. Go ahead, go ahead and do it. Yeah, just don't cry I when know. the don't cry. Don't cry when the other side does it to you. But the thing is, if you do it, that's all fair and love and war. That's great. But like I said, if Xbox is going to do it to you, like they did with Starfield and with Redfall, then there should be no crying on the other side. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Listen, it's like you punch somebody and then I punch you back, and then you get upset that I punched you back. Like what the hell is that? You know what I mean? It's like a bully getting you know, and like a bully gets socked in the face. I can't. I tell my kids the same thing. I'm like, listen, if a bully starts doing anything, you tell the teacher. If the teacher does nothing, you turn around and you punch him in the face. And you, and then, you know what I mean? And, and, then, and then and that's like the bully getting mad because you put, you hit him back. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's the era like, we came from, yeah, for sure. I know. But for here's sure. the thing, though. So Final Fantasy VII has been three years. Where is that? I don't think that Square – you think Square Enix spent another couple of years trying to, you know, uh, get the, the full experience for the Xbox Series X that's never coming? No. I guarantee I mean, you they I want to be reasonable it. about it, like – did they give him money for another two years? And then they're like, well, it's been sure almost three years. Are we going to make an Xbox version? Or do we wait for another check where PlayStation's like, now, here's and look oh, at Final here's Fantasy 16. Where's Final Fantasy 16? It's, it's not on Xbox. I don't think it's ever coming on Xbox. Let me, right? let me, uh, let's shed another light on the subject with the CMA. I don't have all the quotes, but the latest with the CMA was basically them telling the public and the other regulators that, and the governments that they basically are starting to come to an understanding of the console gaming business and where Xbox and PlayStation sit respectively um, about fairness in the market. All of this, along with a U.S. senator that is uh, from Washington, Senator Maria Cantwell, who said, "Quote: um, There is blatant anti-competitive." Uh, Business going on with Sony, where they have 98% of the market in Japan. This also folds into the next part of the news, Mag, because uh, she says they have 98% PlayStation does of the market, which everyone's like, no, Nintendo That's, has yeah. a huge chunk okay. of that. But why did she say 98%? Do you know the, the backstory behind that? No, I, I mean, maybe, maybe she meant 90, maybe it was 98% of between those two companies. It because was. They were specific- 
they're specifically focusing on in this case they're specifically focusing on Sony and Microsoft. It's, they're not It's PlayStation's not fault, it, right? Because PlayStation said that Nintendo doesn't count. They're not in the right. high-powered well, console they, gaming market. They so, put their foot in their mouth and they're like, "Hey man, listen, I said it before. I was, you continue in a second. I was going to say this quick thing. When you play poker, when you when you when you gamble, you got to show your cards too. And when you show your cards too, you're at risk. Right, and they're at risk right now, and not no, not at risk. Now they're in trouble. But continue. Yes, yes, that that is a that's a perfect segue because what PlayStation tried to do, audience, was they tried to paint this picture that Call of Duty is going to be so detrimental to them in in Japan because they own ninety percent of the market, and if ninety eight percent of the market knows that PlayStation will lose Call of Duty on Game Pass on an Xbox console where no one is, they're going to be in big trouble. Well, that came back to bite them, as Mag said, because now the regulators and other government officials are looking at this like, wait a minute, PlayStation, you own 98% of the Japanese market? Because there is an this news report came out today that at least 11 members of Congress have pressed the U.S. president administration to take legal action over Sony's alleged interference with Microsoft's Xbox efforts in Japan saying quote Sony's anti-competitive tactics deserve discussion and we welcome further investigation to ensure a level playing field in the video game industry Microsoft spokesperson David Cuddy told a journalism Axios so um 11 members of conference half, half of them mag are from Washington state where Microsoft or is housed, so it's is, like yeah, yeah. you know, kind of watching out for home. But uh, what do you translate from this? Because it sounds like yeah, you mess around, you find out, right? As they say, in in different words. Yeah, that's one way of saying it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, 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 we said this from the beginning. By the way, we said this from the beginning. At least I did. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of us did. We talked about it. Said, listen. The biggest problem with this is when they push, and I understand they have to push. I mean, because I would tell you right now. If Jim Ryan did not try to throw every single monkey wrench into the into the works, okay, I'd fire him for that because his job is to fight for the future of PlayStation, right? It's to fight for the betterment of the Sony PlayStation. That is his job. So yep. the fact that he's done that to this point, he's doing what he's paid to do. So I cannot fault him for that. I said that last week on this very show. However, part of that comes a massive amount of risk. And the massive amount of risk is you've exposed yourself now to scrutiny. Because by saying they did that, this, that, and the other thing, blah, 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 or they're about to do that, or they're going to do this, well, they're also going to look at you now, and they're going to say, okay, well, let's look, at, let's look into this properly. And they're going to look at the other side, and they're going to see the practices of what Sony has been doing. And let's face it, folks. The PlayStation might be a wonderful console. It is not might. It is a wonderful mm -hmm. console. They, yeah. They've all been fantastic. I love the PlayStation, hate Sony. However, the Sony practices have been nothing short of, like, just abhorrent from the very beginning. They have been burying I don't know what that word means, but it sounds bad. It's bad. Uh, and they've been doing that since... They've been burying consoles and competition since the 90s, like the yeah. mafia in Las Vegas. Go start digging around in the sand, and you're going to find a whole bunch of bodies in there. That's exactly what Sony's been doing from day one. They screwed Nintendo from the beginning. Then they ended up burying Sega. Then they ended up burying the 3DO, killing their competition along the way, and doing so in a nefarious fashion. This is something they've been doing from the get-go. I do not blame, once again... 
Don't blame the developers. Don't blame the teams. Don't blame the games. They got sure. nothing to do with that stuff. They're there to entertain us, and that's where I keep it. However, the Sony Corporation are a bunch of scumbags. They always have been. They always will be in that respect, right? In the yeah. way that they operate. In the way. And if you don't think for one second that, uh, that a governing body is going to sit there and look at both sides of the coin, you're absolutely out of your mind to think that this is going to be a one-sided conversation. Some people wish it to be a one-sided conversation. It's never going to happen. They're going to look at both sides. And by exposing – I was going to say exposing yourself. <laughs> by exposing what, what, uh, what you think – excuse me, what you project Microsoft to do, they're going to also look at what you've been doing to see how what Microsoft is projected to do is going to affect your business that you're currently conducting. And by doing so, they have now opened up the floodgates to, you see what happened, uh, Colt, about a month ago when they, when they had to open up the books about how uh, they were, they were uh, um, uh, putting clauses into the games that they were doing marketing with that they were not allowed mm-hmm. to go to Game Pass, yep. even in the yep. future and all these kind of things. And they were all, all these little stories were one by one coming out. If we're seeing those, the regulators have already seen all of them. They see double, triple that, right? Stuff right. That they're never going to talk about with us. We're never going to hear about that. We're just, we're, just, we're just pawns. You know what I mean? We're not part of the, we're not part of the big boys club. You know what I mean? Phil will yeah. know about it. Some of yeah. those other guys will know about it. Maybe Phil, maybe not, maybe not even know about it. They might keep him in the dark about it. The legal team will know about it. You know, so there's plausible <laughs> yeah. deniability. But the thing is, at the end of the day, the point is you've exposed yourself and you exposed your business practices. And therefore, what goes around is coming around in a big way. And, you know, F around and find out, as they say, right? <laughs> right. A hundred percent. But the thing is, they didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. It's not like it's not like Sony was just going to lay down and just not do anything about it. They could have easily just taken the ten-year deal and just walked away and said, "Okay, guys, listen, we took the ten-year deal. We got Microsoft off our backs, but we got the game still coming to PlayStation. Let's quietly make a game plan so that in 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 that ten years, we come at them with all guns blazing and we're going to crush them in the future, or at least attempt to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With our well, own games, with SOCOM, or all these other things, or whatever they could be coming up with. Call of Duty Killers. They own they own Bungie for crying out loud. Right? Yeah, that's a that's another part of the discussion when we talk about Call of Duty becoming. You know, it's so so important to PlayStation's business venture that they can't lose it. And, and basically they have 10 years from day one, starting now they have 10 years to come up with something to replace any lost revenue from PlayStation gamers playing call of duty over on Xbox's ecosystem. Um, Foss patents, who is a blog writer for tech and patents and software. <clears throat> he said, that Microsoft was willing to negotiate a consent decree all this time. The FTC just wanted to sue for the sake of suing. That said, he says, in my most recent blog post, I also say the FTC should at now at minimum drop the PlayStation theory of harm. Anything less would be not be rational. And we're in a situation where PlayStation has tried everything. They went out and they pointed the finger and they have three fingers pointing right back at them. You know, they said, Hey, you can't do this. And now everyone's like, well, let's like, I put that little joke thing. If you missed it, it was in the first five minutes of the show. It's from office space where Bill Lumberg is talking about his employees and who needs to be let go. And all of a sudden the people who are doing the, um, the, I don't know what you call it. I can't remember what they call it when you go in and you have to evaluate whether who you, who needs to stay or go in your company. And they're like, what have you been doing, Bill Lumberg? Like, Jim Ryan, what have you done? And Meg, a lot of the stuff you were explaining 
PlayStation has been doing this for 25, almost 30 years to where I I hate to say it, but the villain who the villain isn't just an evil person. There's someone who does something that is a little bit wrong and, and gets gain from it. And then they just continue to kind of chase that gain, even if it means they're twirling the evil mustache. And PlayStation, not to sound like totally overdramatic, but they've been stepping on the heads of their competition and standing on their shoulders and stomping them into the ground to stay where they are. Even being taking something like Square Enix's games that have been on every platform, including Nintendo. Square Enix games, guys, I don't know if you know this, but... There are almost as many playable games on Xbox Series X and S in the Final Fantasy series as there are on PlayStation. So to take away the 7 remake and then the latest one, it's like, I don't know. It, it is business. It is business, you know, but they don't own them. So yeah. this is the um, anti-competitive tactics. And now the the magnifier, as of today, Mag, is strictly on them. Like, well, let's, let's, let's move this... Phil Spencer folded out of the way. What have you guys been doing, PlayStation? Let's look at what, how you guys have been running the market. Now, here's the thing. This is what I'm thinking. By the way, P-Tran, I see in the chat, I saw what you said about, about Bungie. You're not wrong. And Spider-Man 356, uh, I know that uh, Bungie is multiplat, and they said that the game's going to be multiplat. doesn't stop them from helping some of the, what I'm getting at is that they're a huge team. I should have been more specific. They're a huge team, and yeah. I could see them help develop something in the future for Sony to combat no pun intended, Call of Duty for the future and have like a live service game or at least, you know, develop, uh, at least like devote a part of the team to it. Um, anyways. So Bungie, Bungie can, can consult and work on it. And shout out to over sure. 1,300 people. Mag called it before we he hit the green it. button. Thir- shout out to 1,300 people. If you're here and you're having a good time or you're learning something or you think Mag and I are completely handsome, hit the like button. Show your support. Obviously. Let's get that up to $500. Obviously. <laughs> Even with Jeez. a bum shoulder and you not, not being able to be stopped when it comes to physical activity and backflips, which we'll have you well. do backflip before the show's out. For Trust sure. me, I cry. I cry myself to sleep every night from the pain. Don't worry about it. But that's that's another story. Uh, he did, anyways, he did tell me. I said, "Hey, do you ever, have you ever messed up your shoulders?" Like, you know, I oh, have to yeah. really manage that sucker. You know, because he says he's torn it up from yep. from deadlifting. You know, all of his dates. But yeah, Maggie, you're amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where where was I? I was talking. Oh, talking about you were talking about Bungie, and I was saying right. um, no, no, they we, could we console. About, like yeah. PlayStation, one of their studios can make some amazing multiplayer competitive or, or uh, cooperative and game. A, and then say, hey, Bungie. People from Bungie. Yeah. yeah. Can you help send us? Like, they can do almost over... all of it, right? And then Why have not? somebody else publish it. And then they're good. Exactly. And they're good. And, they, and then they could still call and they could still say, I'm sorry, Bungie is still, they're still a multi plat uh, developer. However, we just utilize some of their help for one of our exclusives. Sure. So there's nothing wrong with that. They could, they could easily do that. Uh, Bungie has a huge team. So. Why not, right? I mean, I think they have a huge team. I think, unless I'm mistaken, I, maybe I'm. I don't of know. Three, I mean, I think they they would probably have like 300 of... people or something. I don't. Oh, okay. I've never really looked into it, but I think I'm, I'm sure they have a pl- three, four, three. But, anyways, listen. The back to sure. back to what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I get them confused. I don't, I don't know. They both well, made they Halo. Halo. That's Halo all team. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those guys. Um, anyways, here's the thing. Uh, you, you mentioned that. Listen, I could see Sony continue to do this moving forward, and it's fine. And it's fine. If that's what they want to continue to do, that's fine. But what I think is going to happen is that the CMA and then eventually a very disgruntled FTC is eventually – they're eventually going to say, okay, you know what? Listen, we can't stop you from doing that. That's not what capitalism is about. They can't can't tell you to stop running your business a certain way unless, of course, it's unethical. 
All right, and then you're hurting people. Obviously, which that's exclusives are not? No matter, not no matter what we said earlier. Yeah, it's not you're unethical not, for them to grab Final Fantasy. We're not saying no. that. Yeah, good no. point. No, so th- what they are going to say though, they are going to say they're like, listen, you may continue to do whatever you want to do and continue your your business practices moving forward. However, that being the case, the concession is going to be that there will be no concessions. Oh. Right. Yeah. Then they could say the only concession is that you don't get concessions because then you get you can continue to uh, you know do your because pre- they can't they, listen the CMA cannot tell Sony to not make Final Fantasy exclusive or Square Enix that's their business that's not affecting yeah. the grant you know that's not affecting the grand scheme of things when it comes to like let's say the purchase of a company where they have the rights to do what they want with afterwards right. They can, I mean, they can might put some concessions in there, some smaller ones, but I don't think they will put big ones in there if they're going to allow Sony to continue to do this. They will investigate and they will utilize that, 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 that information as ammunition and say, you guys are doing this. So therefore, we, in, in, our, in, our, in, in our good conscience, can't tell Microsoft no because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to say no to right. them. And that's why 100%, I mean, we all know it's going to pass. It was just a matter of a time, like I said. We were saying that two years ago. Like, what do they have a leg ago, to stand on, right? They had even from January 2021, Colt, I said it. Right. Or 2022, excuse me, 2022. It's been yeah. a year and a bit. <laughs> yeah, I said I right away, I said, they don't have a legal leg to stand on. It's going to go through. It's just going to take you a believe, long Can you believe, I mean, we time. knew it was going to go in. We were told in January 2022 when this all was started, like, hey, we have intent to buy Activision Blizzard. We all knew we were told it would take a year and a half. But did we really think, oh, maybe it's just going to be some legal stuff behind the scenes. And then one day we're like, okay, we're done. Ding, oven's ready. And uh, no, like we saw all the dirty laundry. And then we watched PlayStation say there's no way this should be allowed. And we watched regulators say there's no way this deal should go through. It's been such a crazy wild ride. Uh, Splendiferous, thank you so much for the two dollars super. Says Colt, he won't follow me back. He tricked me for months. Uh, That's right, Splendiferous. I'll block you again. I'll find a way to double block you. Carry well, on. He's, he spelled my name with a K too, so maybe I won't follow I him. I, I think I might follow. <laughs> I think I do follow Splendiferous. At least I yeah, see he, all his tweets. But uh, Saint- he's great. He's in all the chats. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, are great for doing that. Saint Nerve says PlayStation was pushing the. PS now, like it was competition for a cloud gaming. What a joke. Um, that is one thing, Meg, that we don't like the right now. They're like, okay, in the console space, we don't have any reason. Like we can't legally say we can stop this deal. Like the CMA saying, we're going to focus our attention now on the monopoly of the cloud. Um, the problem is Meg that PlayStation doesn't really have a cloud other than remote game streaming and, PS3 games? Am I wrong? Yeah, which no, and which which if if uh, anybody saw today, didn't they just do a whole marketing push about um, the cloud gaming situation? Now you now you can play on any device. Now you can play on, and it showed a picture very similar to the Xbox one. Did you see that? Where it had like it yeah. said the PlayStation logo, and it showed all these different devices in a circle, just like how the Xbox did their. Thing where it had the consoles up here, and then it had like a cell phone, it had a tablet, it had a laptop, it had. A I'm gonna PC. look that up because I I'm missed like, it in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, you missed it? It's great. Yeah. I, I have a picture of it. Uh, it's in. It's in my. Uh, it's in the prime time. My prime time gaming private chat. I think Everborn Saga. Shout out to Everborn Saga. Uh, and uh, KSI, they've been talking about this and Boom and everybody else in Dutch. Uh, we've, been, we've been talking about it all weekend, especially all day. They sent me all the news um, in that chat. So they uh, sent a picture of that, and it's pretty funny. It is almost identical. The only difference is that it's blue instead of green. 
Darn, I can't find it. Uh, oh, I'll send, I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me on a, on a DM on Twitter, and then let me know when it's in there, and I'll pop in and look at it. Yeah, the doctor's <laughs> in the house. How you doing, doctor? Uh, let's see. We got Dead Planet. Thank you so much for the two. Says, after purchase, what happens to ABK's exclusivity? <clears throat> um, let's talk briefly about what games do come from Activision Blizzard and King. Let's get King out of the way. That's Candy Crush. That'll always be on every phone. Um, Blizzard is more quickly explained because they're about to put out Diablo in June. And um, you didn't play the beta, did you, Mag? No, I no, I'm not a beta guy. I don't like doing it. I don't want to play something for a couple hours because I'm and then and then all of a sudden I, I can't touch it for another two months. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then and the, however, the FOMO did get to me because I saw everybody doing it, and uh, I tried getting in, and I was just in like this QE waiting. So I had it, I had it ready to go. They gave me my code and all that stuff, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And uh, I just wanted to take a look at it, and um, uh-huh. nothing happened. And then after about 20 minutes, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'll just wait for it launched properly, and then it'll launch, and then I'll play. And then I and then I went to go play Resident Evil 4 instead. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so terrible on Resident Evil 4. I'm still stuck on the chain guy by the gate door. I can't. I, uh, I've died like nine times, and I'm I'm like I'm not in the mood to deal with this right now. My arm hurts, so I need to I need to get stronger and just get through that. Let's see. Uh, oh, we were talking about the exclusivity. Um, Blizzard is working on a new survival RPG, something like that, right? Um, I kind of side with Jess Corden. Most of the time, I side with Jess Corden. I, I think he believes that, according to his his best opinion, and I, I kind of am the same that that would be an that would be an exclusive. Diablo Four, Overwatch Two from Blizzard, not exclusive. If they bring back StarCraft or World of Warcraft, not exclusive. That's my opinion. Um, as far as Activision, <clears throat> they have like twenty five IPs. And they're not using any of them. So Call of Duty will remain multi-plat. Um, would they put out a new Crash game? I mean, they're putting out this Crash Rumble game. Yeah, multi-plat. Yeah. It's multi-plat yeah. because it's going to come out before this thing is all signed, maybe. But at this point, I think it'll remain multi-plat. So you're probably not going to see a Crash game for a long time. A Spyro game? Are they going to put a Spyro game and make it Xbox exclusive? Maybe? I don't know. I mean... They I need, got your picture. Okay. Oh man, that's I, terrible. That's a, that's a not a good. That's not a good graphic. I'm looking at the the. You know what? Since I can do this yeah. now, it's a, it's a screenshot because it was from the trailer. So what I did yeah. is I went through the trailer in slow motion and then I screenshot the exact the exact picture. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put so it up on screen. I, I'm real sorry. Quick. That's I think the I best. That. That's the best I could. That's the best I could pull off for you guys. Uh, was just a screenshot of the trailer. But however, that being the case, listen, I could see them doing um like single player games like that why not just keep them on the you know like like a crash bandicoot or like a spyro or or even like a new tony hawk mm-hmm. i could see them leaving those on on uh, on xbox however i only see them uh, putting those exclusively on xbox if the xbox ecosystem grows after this deal which it will yeah but we have to see how much it grows because if it doesn't grow enough and they're not satisfied with the numbers let's say they only hit like i don't know 40 million and their projections said 55 million right uh, 55 million um uh, subscribers to game pass or whatever else right and they're like well that's not high enough release it everywhere 
right? That's a possibility. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is a possibility. However, obviously your games like Call of Duty, your World of Warcraft, your Diablos, those games will stay, those games will be multi-plat because why would you lock them out? Those are guaranteed 10 to 15 million copy sellers, right? Right off the bat. So every time you sell one, let's say you sell 5 million, to, let's say, I don't know, 7 million on Xbox and you sell uh, of Call of Duty and 10 million of them on PlayStation, Okay. Why would you cut out the 10 million on PlayStation and take that 70% publisher's fee that you're going to take home and 30 and then 30% goes to PlayStation, right? right so right. you get se- you get 70% of the deal for doing nothing. Nothing except for owning it. It's basically like having a hotel on Monopoly. Okay? You're doing nothing and you're sitting there and you're charging your daughter $1000 to cross over and sit and land on your peg and you're like <laughs> Pay up, sucker. And then the six-year-old starts crying. But anyway, that's the way the world goes. But here's the thing. That's exactly what's going to happen here. You own the IP. Why not give it to everybody? Who cares if you've got more? If, you've, if, if you have the traffic on Game Pass already, so you're, you're going to make money from multiple revenue streams, right? You have the revenue streams of Game Pass. You have the revenue streams of getting a 70% publisher's fee, presumably 70%, uh, publisher's yes. fee from Sony, Nintendo, PC, Steam, whatever, right? So you're going to collect all this money just by owning something. That's how you do it. That's how you ge- – it's like you're the landlord of video games now, all right? You're the landlord. You well, own the condo tower. I mean, Everybody's got to pay you. It sounds third party. It's just kind of strange that they go and buy Bethesda and ZeniMax. Like, those are Xbox exclusive as far as new releases. And then they go to buy Activision Blizzard, and the first thing Phil says is like, don't worry, we're going to keep it on – you know, we're going to keep it multi-platinum on PlayStation. Now, one of the other things that the regulators said was we believe Microsoft when they say we're going to keep it on PlayStation because they showed us the numbers and they will lose money if they keep it exclusive. That's what that I was means, getting at. That means that if, if Xbox was going to roll the dice, because I think we, I talked about this on the show like six months ago that they had their analysts do two number scenarios how much will we make if we can draw even more people over to Call of Duty and Game Pass by saying the only way to play Call of Duty is with an Xbox console or PC or Game Pass? You can no longer get it on a PlayStation. How many subs are we going to gain and how much money will you make? Okay, here's your figure. Now, how much money will we make if we just leave it the status quo and make money off a of PlayStation platform? And evidently, the, the when the guy ran the two numbers, the guy w- woman ran the two numbers, the one leave it on PlayStation was the higher number. And so they said, look, we'd lose money by, by being exclusive to game pass and the Xbox That's ecosystem. So, so, right. But now does that thing, I just, translate yeah, to but, other games? That's what, that's what we don't that's- know. Well, we don't know. We're not going to know that. Um, uh, uh, Piro Dusa, I, can't, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I said that right. Uh, he says, but you won't be growing your fan base. He's not wrong there. But at the same time, yeah. there's something else. There's, there's, there's a little bit more to that. Whereas the advertisement for Xbox is, sure, you can go pay $70 US, $100 Canadian for the game, an Australian, and, and 100 pounds or whatever, you know, 70 pounds in Europe. You could pay that. Or you could just be on Game Pass and get them all on Game Pass. So... In a way, Game Pass is the advertisement, right? So that you, so that you will grow, you will grow that player base over there. That will people will be, you know, subscribing to Game Pass and everything else. So you don't have to have it exclusive. The price alone should sell it. And but the other thing is that's interesting. If you guys remember the 360 era, okay, the the 360 PS3 era is that Microsoft had Xbox had the mind share. 
Okay. Yes. The, if you go to the end of it, PS3 still won. I mean, not won. I mean, uh, the Wii won. But I mean, they beat out uh, the, the the 360 in terms of console sales by the end of the generation. Yeah, we mostly talked about that last week, and that was we talked about that. Last I think week. that was mostly based on the Xbox One reveal cannibalized Xbox fans, and they were like, uh, they just started moving to PlayStation. I mean, I told you I was one of them. Well, and then they also released the PS3 Slim. They released, um, uh, uh, they released. I mean, uh, Xbox Last had the 360 Elite and all that stuff. Right, yeah. but here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. The reason why I brought that up is that they had the mindshare that generation. Uh, the, the 360 did. Everybody knew that Call of Duty, when Call of Duty became the hotness, you know, and then Halo, and Halo was still the hotness when it came to first-person shooters, and then Call of Duty 4 came out, and then it really started to take off. Everybody knew the 360 was the shooter box, and the biggest games in the world besides Grand Theft Auto were the shooter box, were the shooter games. And yeah, so third-person, first-person, yeah. Right, and so, the, so the, the sales of their games and everything else were flourishing on Xbox. The same will happen here because guess what? Every single one of those ABK games are going to be marketed by who? Xbox because they own them. They're yeah. going uh, all the competitions, all the um uh, the major league gaming uh things and all the stadiums and all that stuff, the Call of Duty competitions and all that other stuff, they're all going to be hosted by who? Xbox. The stadiums are going to be glowing green. All the banners will be Xbox. Everything, you know what I'm saying? They will be playing on Xboxes. They will be using Xbox controllers, even if they're using PC. This is what I'm getting at. They're stealing the mindshare so slowly but surely, even if people are not going to leave the PlayStation ecosystem, they are still going to dive into the Xbox ecosystem because it's going to be almost impossible to ignore. Yeah, and I think they'll have their cake and eat it too because if they're making that 70% on PlayStation sales of Call of Duty... I'll just book into this. Uh, who was this super from? From the the handsome dead planet who said, you know, what happens with X- ABK exclusivity? Um, they'll they're going to sell this the seventy percent profit on PlayStation, but then I think they're going to see such an uptick of Game Pass while they still get to make money off of PlayStation fans, and I think it'll be a big sure. turn of where Xbox goes as far as growing and then making money on the side off the PlayStation. Here's the last thing I'll say about Activision. There are 50, there's 25 IPs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Don't really count on Activision themselves putting out a lot of games over this generation. Maybe five, maybe three. Like, they'll put out that Crash Rumble game. They'll put out their Call of Duty game. Outside of Call of Duty is what I mean when I say five games. Like, I don't think they're going to put out a Spyro game. I I don't think they're going to bring back Prototype yet. But some of these things can look more... uh, more enticing to Xbox because it's all about bringing lots of great IPs and just building up that library of games. Let me go back to Highlanders. Oh, oh, one. Thank you so much for the $10 super says the CMA send their documents in section 5.0 and 5.7 that if Microsoft wants to do a timed exclusive or to release call of duty on other consoles with less features, they can, I don't remember reading this. Will they? Probably not, he says. So he's saying that Xbox could forego the, if that's the right word, could could skip the parity clause, Mag? You want no, me to read that again, I, or did you, did you catch it? 
No, no, I, 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 I caught it. Um, no, they can't skip the the parody clause. No, they can't do that. That's already been stated already. I think a week ago, wasn't it? Right. And also, Phil said, "You guys remember the famous Phil Spencer exclusives are counter to what we're doing." Um, now he said that a couple of times. This is great, Mag. This is this is saucy, right? Phil said a couple of different times in like 2019, and then again in maybe 2018 and 2020, he said something around the exclusives are counterintuitive or counterproductive to what Xbox stands for. The very first time he said it, Mag, was referring specifically to expanded content that is across multiple platforms. And he was referring to like map packs or early release or, or early content that is only on Xbox. He said, we're, he explained in that further interview that was written on, on a website that I used to quote on Twitter all the time when people don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Right. Um, he was talking about, we, we don't want to separate gaming communities. And this is why they've left games that release on Bethesda. They're already there. He's not going to pull elder scrolls online away from the PlayStation because they own that. He's like, we're not going to take that away. And he certainly has said he does not like, like Phil does not like, exclusive map packs for call of duty or exclusive guns or exclusive access because they did that before Phil took over. That was a Don Matrick era thing. When Phil took over, he's like, we're not doing that. The other one mag was, we are not about making exclusive games to the new console when they were still supporting the other console. And everyone is ran with those quotes like Phil's Pinocchio. I remember. And I they know, don't, yeah. they don't ever listen. And so Rand no. did a really good job in his last video showing the entire interview where Phil explains that he wasn't talking about having a game like Starfield or Redfall be exclusive. Um, the casual a, game. I, sorry, yeah, go, go, ahead, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say something real quick. There's something to ponder about all this. And I see the chat kind of going back and forth on it a lot. And the thing, and we talked about it for like two seconds, but the thing moving forward yeah. is we have to kind of we have to kind of wait and see. Nobody knows. I don't know. Colt doesn't know. The only people that know are Phil, and maybe a couple of other people. Okay, that are that are aware. Maybe maybe Sarah Bond that know what's going to be exclusive. Like for example, Starfield's exclusive. That's how you build the base up a little bit as well. Um, yeah. Is Indiana Jones going to be exclusive? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, is yeah. is Elder Scrolls Six, which is a guaranteed fifteen to twenty million copy seller, is that going to be exclusive? Phil said that yes. all depends. That, that all, one we did know. He say yes for sure. Phil is Phil is confirmed that Elder Scrolls Six is exclusive. So count on Fallout Five being exclusive when it comes out in twenty thirty. Okay, so basically it's going to be the multiplayer games or the community games or the MMO games, that kind of stuff. Those ones will remain multiplayer, live service games, things that they can make a ton of cash off. Well, I mean, it's not just, it's not just that it's the multiplayer games that already exist on PlayStation. Now, sure. uh, Redfall doesn't exist on PlayStation. It never has. It actually doesn't even exist on Xbox. That's not what he means. He means we're not taking away fallout 76. We're not taking away elder scrolls. No, no, online. No, I get, yeah, I get that. And, yeah, yeah. and to, to answer, was it dead planet? I'm sorry. Yes. Dead planet. To answer dead planet, as far as Bethesda games, if there is a fallout Four well, there's going to be a Fallout update. Yeah, I mean, there's already a Fallout update coming, uh, a next-generation version. That will be on PlayStation, of course. And if they... Well, I'm trying to think of another game. If they do a Prey remaster, like Definitive Edition Prey, you know, next-generation, that will definitely release on a PlayStation because those games have already released. It doesn't matter where you intend so like, to. So the legacy. Yeah, the and legacy that's what the legacy like means. Like, yeah. 
Elder Scrolls is a legacy title as far as uh, there's been games on PlayStation, but sure. Phil said, like, no, that's not what we yeah. mean. Like, if it's a new yeah. release and it hasn't been on PlayStation, which Elder Scrolls 6 hasn't, only 5. Yeah, it's a it, it's a hard pill to swallow, man, because PlayStation gamers are used to saying, I get every game, you can't keep a game from me. Because my right. favorite platform especially the ones that only play on a PlayStation. Like they won't touch a PC. They, oh, heaven forbid they buy an Xbox, you know, maybe they'll get a switch, but they won't tell their friends about it. You know, that type of person's like, oh, I get everything and I, you can't keep games away from me. Uh, let's see. Casual gamer. Thank you so much for the 10 says, don't forget. Sony had to give copies of contracts for the last 10 years. Yeah. And we kind of talked about that earlier. There's going to be some messy stuff that comes up. PlayStation hasn't done anything illegal. We're not going to, we're not going to put, a big siren over our heads and say, you know, they need to be, you know, thrown in jail. But those business practice, like you you didn't like what Microsoft is doing. Let's look at how you're doing. And then we're going to, uh, I mean, what, what is, are there any corrective measures, Meg, or are they just going to say, you need to stop doing that? No, they, but the, the, the thing is they'll, they'll look at that and then they could utilize that as saying, like I was saying before, um, they're not, there's nothing they could be able to do about it. At that point is what I'm yeah. getting at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're going to say, listen, we can't tell you what to do or whatever, but don't tell them. Don't don't project your fears about what Microsoft is going to do if they're not going to be doing that because on a legal standpoint, there's nothing we could do to stop Microsoft from doing this because they've they've conceded that, you know what I mean? They've, they've conceded with every single uh, with everything that, that was laid out before them. And, and of course, these concessions, which which come to light now, last week, a month ago, whatever. Mm hmm. Those, those concessions were already written in stone three, mil, three months before we, they even announced that they were going to acquire ABK. Right. Okay? You, you think that they were just doing this by the seat of their pants? No. When they went to go make the offer, they went straight to the legal team, which is probably massive, and said, okay, guys, get this in stone. Once they got it in stone, the legal team came back with to them and said, this is what we got. They went through the documents, and that's what Satya can turn and say, go ahead and announce it. They're not going to announce it unless it was already ironclad. That's my personal feeling. I may be yeah, wrong, yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying this is my gut feeling. So anyways, the point is, uh, what you were saying, uh, is that the, the, my, Sony can continue to do their practices, but they have absolutely no right at that point to tell the CMA or the FTC what Microsoft can do with their business. And I think that that's at the end of the day, they're going to pass with very little concession at all. And yeah. that's, and that's, and then Sony will continue to money hat those exclusives. You know, Sony's going to be yeah. the final fantasy box from now on. They're allowed they're to, be, and you're going to see Xbox to do what they want. and you're going to see Xbox do the same thing. I mean, they're money hatting stalker two and a bunch of other games, but it's those big games, right? Uh, there's such a double standard. I want to talk about Lena Khan in just a minute because she's changing the rules as we speak while her team completely abandoned ship. Uh, TK Chillin with a $20 super. Thank you so much. That's very generous. He says, I've been saying this about Sony since the Xbox launched. Let's not forget about the 2013 E3 console launch betrayal. Of course, Xbox was making it easy for Sony to paint Xbox One in a poor light. Um, I'm not quite sure... I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. I think, you know, Meg and I were talking about a TK about how the mindshare changed from the Xbox 360 being the de facto place to play, to review everything is on there first is how it kind of seems. Um, but I'm not making any excuses for Microsoft because I sat there. I remember Meg, I was, it was May, 2013. 
Yes, May 2013 when they showed the reveal of the Xbox One and I watched it on my phone and my boss, who was also a gaming fan, she was watching it on her phone and I got off, we got finished with the, with the conference. I turned my t- chair around and I said, that was horrible. And she goes, I think that was awesome. I go, that name's ridiculous. I don't want the connect. Those games look crappy. You know, who want, I, back then I was like, who wants crackdown in, in this day and age? <laughs> hundred hours. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No Joe, kidding, right? <laughs> Joe Dunmore with a $5 super. Joe Dunmore. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I always have to shout his name out every time I hear it. I know, I love it. And and he appreciates that. He says, when the $70 billion worth of product being moved, everybody wants a piece of that action. I hate that, Joe. I hate that, Joe. I I hate how how Microsoft grabbed the wall and they're like, let's buy something really big. And then you got your scrub friend, PlayStation, comes over and goes, hey, man, Uh, can I borrow 17 bucks? Man, I need to fill up my, my Fiat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I own a Fiat, nineteen seventy nine Fiat Spider, convertible. It's a great car. Anyways, I'll tell you, I'll show you pictures later today because it's actually in Forza Horizon. Anyway, Ooh. here's the thing. Yeah, it's in Forza Horizon. I took actually, I'll show you that graph. I have the the two pictures front and back on Forza Horizon, and underneath the real life of the exact same shot. Uh, oh, that's it's amazing. Cool. I'll send. That's I'll cool. send it to you. It's, it's wild. Uh, anyways. Listen, you win the lottery, same thing. Your seventh, your seventeenth uncle that you never heard about is going to show up at the door and be like, hey, "Can I borrow like like fifty thousand dollars?" Like, cause uh, you know, I I helped raise your dad. Get the hell out of here. It's the same thing here. The okay? funny thing is, you once got money the, gets well, involved, everybody yeah. tries to get a piece of the action. I was going to say that the Sony's not like the poor uncle; they're rich, but compared to Microsoft, maybe they are the scrub scrub's no, third they, cousin. Yeah, compared to yeah, Microsoft could bite them a hundred times over if they wanted to. I mean, not to be rude. Maybe, but, maybe not a hundred, but you know. Uh, Flash, thank you for the two dollar. He says, "Can you see Microsoft buying WBD as a whole? Weapons no. of mass destruction. Weapons of <laughs> Warner Brothers. What's the D stand for? Uh, don't digital. answer that. Digital. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Now, no. uh, Pucci says, "What's up, family? How'd you enjoy Diablo Four, Colt? How are you feeling about that style of game now? Let me be brief. I don't." I did not have lots of fun playing Diablo. I don't know if you can play that that demo in co-op, but it's like to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna because I am really all about if you don't like something, you say your piece and you move on. But for me, it feels like attack, 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 dodge, attack, 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 big attack, 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 pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And I'm like, and so I don't really talk to my friends about that because I know they all everybody's loving the game. And I'm like, maybe it's just not for me, but I will get closer to it when it comes out. I'll play it. Yeah, I'm going to buy uh, it and I'm going to, yeah. yeah. Diablo is a game that like, you know, it's going to be quality regardless of whether you like the it style is. or not. It is. And it's going to be, it's going to be major quality. So I'm like, you know what? I, I'll, I'm going to buy it anyway and I'm just going to play it. So yeah. 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 And, um, I'll, I'll give it a good shot. It's just, it was kind of weird that I'm like, wow, everyone's like, I cannot wait to get back to it. I'm like, okay, but yeah. And I'm supposed to be playing it makes me angry that Xbox kind of like tries to hide these things, but I'm supposed to be playing an expansion to a game and they have, they're having a problem getting my account connected. Uh, so I'm frustrated. I was, I meant I, I came home for with the dislocated shoulder fix and I thought I'm going to sit down and play this and drive around <clears throat> and uh, it still hasn't worked. So I I've been only in the mood to play that game and hopefully they'll get it figured out by tomorrow. DJ Birdo Doss. Thank you so much for the two says Meg. Yeah. Will Tony Baloney ever make a return? Uh, not on this show. I'll tell you that. However, Tony Baloney did make a return on good morning Xbox. So if you go back, I think a few weeks ago on new Newcomb's show, 
Uh, good morning, Xbox. Uh, I did do a Tony Baloney segment on there, and it was, boy, was it rough. I, I went after Cerebral Paul hard. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, go check it that <laughs> Go check that out over there. Yeah, Cerebral Paul's another good dude who's been in the chat a lot, and, and oh, yeah. uh, we've we messaged best, back man. and forth. Blaze 4K with the $10, so Sony loves you, Colt. Blaze loves to give me a hard time, uh, and he's going to put me in a chokehold when he gets <laughs> the nearest the nearest opportunity, but I appreciate him. Let me read one more before we move on. The Last Paladin says, this Colonel Teetswood guy is spitting knowledge. Keep it up, and uh, thank you for your service. I haven't done anything, but I'm glad that you guys are here checking out the show. Uh, yeah, there's 1,300 of you. Thank you so much. You guys got the likes up, and just keep doing that if you're having a good time. Lena Khan Mag wants to put a kibosh on any. They want to put a limit on five billion or over acquisitions. Like nothing can be done without their express approval and their you know extreme scrutiny. Anything over five billion. So I don't know. Do you she remember how much? Fired. You know how much uh, Bungie was? Like really? three billion or something? Uh, three point something, three point two billion, if I'm not mistaken. So it was three point something billion. Uh, Lena Khan's gonna get fired. I can tell you that right now. Or she's gonna be not fired. She's gonna be quietly pulled from the position. I mean, how does that um, work? Aren't they appointed? Like they have to be unappointed. They're at the leisure of the governor or the or I'm the saying. president. Uh, they I basically know. get pushed. I think that she's not going to be in that position for very much longer, con- considering that literally everything around her is falling apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people the, left, t- like six people or something. Yeah, you had the two Republicans on one side. One of them, did you, did you even hear what one of them said? One of them's like, I just, I just like, we just can't even speak to her. Like, she, she's, just, like she's just completely unapproachable. And they just washed their mm-hmm. hands and, and just said, I'm out. And then the floodgates opened. Then six more, I think it was four or six more people after those two Republicans left. They left too. It's getting embarrassing now. This is where, this is where, you know, someone else... Well, we know who appointed her, but you know he's gonna have to go in there and be like, "Listen, you know, either yeah. you either get it, you either get in line, stay in your lane. That listen, politics are not there for ideal uh, for for idealites. Okay, that I'm, I'm sorry to say, if anybody needs to hear that, anybody wants to you know cry themselves to sleep about it, politicians are put there." to keep the status quo. What is that? The gravy train running. They don't like people making noise. They don't like people making waves. And then cause and she's causing major waves and major waves loses people money. In the end of the day yeah. there's going to be a lot of greases uh, there's going to be a lot of palms greased, okay, from this deal and a lot of other things going on, okay? There's a lot of stuff we don't know about, a lot of things we don't we're not privy to. But you bet you I, I'll bet you anything Okay, I'm not, I was going to say something far worse, but I'm not going to. But the thing is, the, 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 there's a lot of people that are, are they're sitting to benefit from this situation. And you have someone causing a ruckus right now, stirring mm-hmm. up the hornet's nest. Eventually, someone's going to say, can you stop? And with like that psychotic like William Defoe face, and it'd be like, can you just shut up and stop doing that? I'm a bit that? of a... Yeah. A scientist myself, yeah. Peter. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Yeah. And you know Can we just give a shout out to Willem Dafoe, who is one of the most amazing dudes? Yeah. Uh, he's so great. Someone's going to give her the Willem Dafoe face in like, you know, in like a, like a, like over dinner or something. Or it maybe they're going to so be in a meeting. Ap- so inappropriate. Over dinner, someone's going to give her the Willem Dafoe face. Yeah. And it'd be, yeah. <laughs> I just think like, from me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much I sacrificed? It, it, you know, it just, just. <laughs> oh my arm! Someone's gonna tell her to stop it. 
And someone's going to say, can you cut the crap and just shut up? Oh they, my cross the T's, dot the I's, do what you got to do, but it's getting embarrassing when half a dozen people walk out on you and you're supposed to be the face of reason. You're supposed right. to be a yeah. governing body for someone that's well, supposed to be fair and just. What is I mean, happening I don't want to give a sob story, but... Here's the scenario. Microsoft says we're going to spend $70 billion on this acquisition to buy Activision. And then look how much money. We don't know the amount, but think about how much money has been wasted and people's time has been wasted yes. solely because of Lena Khan and the FTC. Like this is an additional big chunk of money that is being flushed and wiped down someone's rear end because Lena Khan's like, not on my watch. Right, and this is what happened to Hollywood. And why do you think Hollywood's burning right now? Hollywood, like Disney, lost two hundred and twenty billion dollars in the last two years because they replaced all the people who actually know that knew what they were doing, and they replaced them with a bunch of ideologues who were more worried about the message of right. whatever message they were trying to push, as opposed to making money and keeping families coming to spend their money and watch your movies and go to your parks. Now they've upset everybody, and now nobody wants anything to do with them, and now they are crumbling. And when Disney crumbles, a lot of other people are either going to do well, like WB, and a lot of other people are going to crumble as a result because they're taking the damn industry with them, right? I mean, the only reason why Hollywood survived was because of Tom Cruise and Avatar, you know, and now John Wick. <laughs> but you know what I'm John saying? Wick, and yeah. The, but, well, yeah, and besides that, what's happening? I mean, Marvel's if, if losing em money? If Embracer... If Embracer or um, Amazon or or somebody bought Activision, uh, nothing, not much would change, right? Those games would still be available on all the platforms, and that's pretty much what Xbox has done. But the the big advantage that you couldn't get past regulators for so long, you couldn't get it through their skull, was that because of Xbox, they provided more devices. They basically said, "Look, we want Xbox Game Pass to be on any device that'll allow us," and so. If you left, if you left Activision and Blizzard alone, you wouldn't have Call of Duty on a TV via an app, right? You wouldn't have Call of Duty on a nine-inch Kindle Fire via Xbox Game Pass. Like these things are making a big change, and regulators just don't see it because they're so used to the way mostly PlayStation has treated the business. That's ours. It goes everywhere. But even PlayStation bought, as you said, Bungie for three point eight billion. And, and they've both agreed. PlayStation Bungie said, our games are going to remain on all consoles. We are in a really weird place where Xbox really needs the exclusives, but you have all these people, even the fans, who are like, what? Xbox can't have exclusives? Why? Well, for eight years, they never really had any. I'm like, that's not how the rules work. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get into uh, uh, some more supers here. TK Chillin, thank you for the five. Says, Man, I love listening to Mag. Fully understands the history. Thank uh, I'm you. Glad, glad to have you on, bro. Appreciate Thank it. you. I appreciate all of that. I don't know if he means it, but we're going to read it like he gave you a compliment. <laughs> John T., I saw what you said. He goes, someone listens to Nerdrotic. I actually <laughs> I actually do listen to them. But, hey, they're not wrong. But, I mean, they're a little bit more extreme when they do Friday Night Tights. But a lot of that is shtick, you know, it's, uh, for comedy. But, hey, numbers don't lie. Right, so you know something's going on over there. But anyways, yeah. that will translate to the gaming uh, the, the the gaming world. But let me just, Lena Khan's in deep trouble, man. Sorry, yep, continue. Yep. No, no, no. I appreciate that. And, and shout out to Fonz in the chat. If you're still here, I saw you in the chat, and I missed his show yesterday. I, I've been, I mean, come on, I screwed my <laughs> screwed up my arm, and I'm, I was laying on my bed like his show's going to start in 30 minutes, and I was out. 
you know, an old man with an injury and I miss his show. And I, I watch Fonz's show every Sunday and I like to be there in the chat. I like to see when he does five questions uh, and yep. he's, 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 he's doing things behind the scene with the show. It's, it's pretty cool. We've been talking about it. Uh, Boner Jams. Thank you for the $5 super says great show. Lord Eastwood mag. He has a question for mag. What's your yes. favorite mortal Kombat character? Sindel. Really? I love Sindel. Uh, I'm I'm a beast with Sindel. I mean, there's the obvious, like you know, the Scorpion Sub Zeros and all that kind of stuff, uh, which I always play with them too. I'm I'm good with them. I'm also very good with Katana. However, Sindel, I can destroy with her. I could do like nine, like those those, those big like nine or twelve or thirteen hit combos with Sindel. Love her, and I love the hair, the whoosh, that that thing. Great character. Anyways, as you can see, right? Well, that's probably why you ask because Mortal Kombat's sitting right here. But uh, that's the Legacy Edition, so it comes with Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3, MK3 Ultimate, and then it has like 10 other um, 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 Midway games on there as well, including well, Rampage, is- by the way. Yeah, when you told me Rampage, I'm like, oh, that's such a classic. One of these days when we start the show, you're going to have to be on that cabinet, like looking around the show. Oh, oh, shoot, the show's starting, and you're not show's wearing any starting. pants. But, yeah, right. <laughs> and now I got Street Fighter in the back. Woo, baby, it's, oh, yeah. it's showtime. It's funny, yeah, when you're I- showing Street Fighter... Uh, this is a totally yeah. side note, but that opening cinematic is so not the game. And I remember that is such burned into my mind, like that character that does like the the weird punch up in the air. Like that is nothing. The game is so much cooler than the opening cinematic. Like that's very rare, right? When you yeah. play Street Fighter Two, the game is incredibly awesome, and that yeah. opening scene is so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dun, dun, dun. but the music's awesome. And yeah, then it's the got the two great. guys who are, the funny thing is it has two guys punching each other who neither one of them are in the game. Right, right. That's the funny part. There's some, there's some, like, and then they're just like, whoosh, they punch each other and then they both fall down. And then, and I'm like, who are those guys? And then all of a sudden you get into the game and it's completely different people. But yeah, the cool I mean, thing is I got the 35th anniversary edition with uh, the hyper fighting. It's got um, the turbo uh, one, has a champion oh, yeah, edition yeah. one. So it's got all the different ones in there. And then, uh, oh, it's amazing. And then I've got all the characters and stuff. And and then again, it's also got, I think, another dozen uh, different Capcom games on there as well. Uh, as well as the Street Fighter collection. Oh, dang. It was, okay. Yeah, We're going to have to talk just, about that later, too. It's it's a new one. It's a new cabinet. It's uh, and the artwork on it is stunning. So anybody want to see like closer up? Uh, just go to my Twitter. You could see that I took a little video of it and um, and I took pictures of it. So uh, yeah. that's the new cabinet, as you see in the back there. Those are cool. Those are so cool. Boner Jams yeah, also man. says shout out to my boy Steven S. Steven S. I hope you're watching. Uh, how you doing, buddy? And he says have a great week. Great week, everyone. Gotham guy with a five says I'm still hoping Final Fantasy VII is released on Xbox. I don't, don't think so, that. man. It's been three years. I like by by now. Like, like we said at the beginning, we said at the beginning of the show, it's three years, man, and not a peep. You hey, know? Gotham guy, hold on to this one. That sticker that said exclusive till at least April of 2021 or whatever that sticker said. Just hold on to that because that's a big fat lie. And that actually, that might actually be false advertising. That could actually be a a lawsuit. Who knows? Maybe I'm just being overdramatic. But he also says, if Sony doesn't buy Square Enix, how long can they keep paying for exclusive rights forever, I think? Mag, you agree? Yeah, why not? I think they will. Why not? I think they can and they will. That's what I'm asking, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Highlander01 with a $2 says 16 top attorneys left the FTC two months because of (laughs) Lena Khan. Well, you know what? That's, listen, it's good. Like I said, she's gone. It's just a matter of time. 
she's going to be pushed out of that position. There is no way they can, they can afford any more embarrassment at this point. I, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's impossible. It's the same thing. Well, no, I don't want to get back into the Hollywood thing, but I mean, there are things, there are some major players over at Marvel that got let go. One of them in specific got let go from Marvel. And, and, and it was because of a lot of animosity that was happening behind the scenes. However, they used a legal loophole to get rid of her. But from what I've heard, a lot of problems behind the scenes with the second in charge at Marvel. Um, and so anyways, that being the case, same thing here, man. Eventually it gets to a point where when you start affecting the bottom line and you start costing, you start costing the government money, because that's what you're doing. This is government money, right? And then, of course, that's taxpayer money. Of course, the government doesn't care about your taxpayer money wasting it because a lot they take half of it anyway for themselves. Anyway, the point is the rest of that money that's going towards there, if you're bleeding money and it's becoming a public embarrassment, especially for, for a, a division like that, she's gone. She's toast. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just a matter of when. Or, at the very least, someone's going to walk by her and whisper in your ear and in her ear and just be like, listen. Bend the knee, close the deal. You know what I'm saying? And just shut up. Because now because either that or you're out. Because you're you know costing people money and these people co- make the world go round. They really do. Chubby Big Toast yeah. is shout out from Bremerton, Washington to Colt. I, I don't I've been to Bremerton in a long time, but there are some you know, Washington State has the weirdest names for, for towns and cities, but we have a very strong uh Native American ancestry going on so a lot of names are like what how do you say that so it's because it comes from uh the the people here that uh you know established the americas long ago but yeah shout out to bremerton uh and uh muckleshoot and other weird names that you'll you'll know if you are from here uh i'm putting up a poll right now magnumus i got i'm gonna ask the community what game will be more epic in september of 2023 spider-man 2 slash 3 as i call it oh boy yeah. Or Starfield. Now, Tony Todd, the voice actor who is voicing Venom, accidentally let leak, and now he's getting a spanking, that Spider-Man is set for September. Oh, who would have thought the last yeah, one released say, in September? I'm the least shocked in the room, but yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Mag, setting up the uh, situation with Spider-Man versus Starfield, which it will be a yep. thing. They will go head-to-head. Yes. I think we may have asked this a week or two ago, but do you think that Spider-Man 2 is going to take place in the same Manhattan and Brooklyn we played the last two games? Same you know, map. I was thinking I was thinking that, and I'm like, we have, we've played that same map twice now because yep. you had Spider-Man and you had Miles Morales, which was the same map. They had, the, okay, they, well, not the same map, but like it was basically Manhattan at the end of the day. Didn't they have a little bit like a little bit extra in there? But they cut down the size of the map for Miles Morales. But I mean, it was the same thing, wasn't it? Unless I'm mistaken. So you can do it a same. third time? I mean, your main missions take place as you go in a building and that's like a separated, yeah, 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 new yeah, built yeah. area. I'm talking about the open area. Why not maybe dip out of there and start going into the boroughs more? Like maybe going into Brooklyn. Maybe going into Long Island. I don't know. Well, maybe not, are, not Long Island. There that are areas kind of in the corner of the map where you go to the bridge and you can't go any further, so you can't go over to the. I'm not. I don't know New York at all, but yeah, uh, you know, there's a there's an area up on the northwest. I think uh, that's a bridge you can't go over. So I don't know what area that would be because I don't know. Well, New I mean, York. you've got well, there's five there's five boroughs, right? So I mean, you've got. Uh, I can you, tell you. I can tell you. <laughs> Yeah, Meg, I could tell you what what borough is up in the northwest in GTA Four, but I couldn't tell you what is in actual in, in New York. Yeah, 
Yeah. I know, I know. Well, my family's from New York uh, originally, so uh, but uh, they're from the Bronx. But I mean, you got the Bronx, you've got you've got uh, Harlem, you've got Long Island, you've got uh, Brooklyn, and of course for the light, and then Manhattan as well. Uh, but you, maybe you could zip off in some of those areas, no pun intended. But I don't know. I mean, you you keep some of some of it in there, and do you, do you just keep the some of it in there and just be more detailed? I don't know because I mean, we just played Miles Morales two years ago. We played Spider Man four years ago. Are you ready for this? I mean, the same thing. Are you ready I for don't this? Oh man, yeah. We, what's up? We'll have get. We'll have received more Spider Man games in fi- four years or in five years as we did Forza games on Xbox. Remember, I was like Forza, 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 Forza. Yeah, Forza, I know. Forza. I know. It's yeah. always Forza, Halo, Forza, Gears. Yeah, I get so it. So, yeah, 2018, you have Spider Man One. 2020, Miles Morales, and 2023, Spider Man Two. All in, uh, what is that? Five years? I always catch out of my hands. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Four. Four years. Four years. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of Spider-Man games. I'm not, I really, really like the Spider-Man hey, games. Hey, man, they're and, great. My, my son's playing it now. He loves it. Uh, he was yeah. having some trouble, so he's like, can you help me with this? So I helped him with a little bit. He's only 10. Uh, so, yeah, we were playing around with that. But uh, it's still, I mean, I, I platinumed both of them, uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to platinum this, but. What's your excitement level? Mine isn't super high because I just played Miles Morales less than two years ago. And then I just yeah, played I couldn't 2018 use a break. and I dipped into it again. Um he, you know what would have been better if they actually did, but but you know what they're doing. I know what happened. Sony asked them to because they have two. They have two, right? They got Wolverine and Spider Man. However, riding off the popularity of Spider Man No Way Home, which was the, which was a huge movie. I mean, that was a two billion dollar plus Hollywood film, right? Yeah. So and that made them a ton of money over at Sony. Even though Marvel made it, Sony reaped the benefits from it. They took they took the more the majority of the money and they left Marvel with a pittance. Right, so yeah. th- listen. Riding off the popularity of Spider-Man: No Way Home, and of course, Spider-Man is going to be in the next Avengers movie. Um, is that and presumably the leader Avengers of movies? the Avengers? Well, there's two more. There's uh, the Jeez. Kang. Well, maybe the Kang Dynasty, depending on what's going on there. Uh, with that story, and then of course, then there's the other one. Uh, they're going to be moving. Oh, there's another one, uh, Secret Wars. So that's going to be in the next like four years. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I, and they don't anyways, coincide with they don't coincide the games of the movies. They never have that. Just no, doesn't. but they will ride. Yeah. They'll ride the popularity of it. If you yeah. have a two billion dollar Spider Man movie, then you make a Spider Man game. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. in my person, like for me, I think it would have been better just for me personally. I'm not talking about from a business aspect. For me personally, I would have gone with Wolverine first. Give Spider Man a break. Yes. And then release the Wolverine game now, and then you do the Spider Man game in like 2025. Whatever, right? And so you gave it a nice long break so that people really miss it. However, don't think that Deadpool three wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't looked at as well. They already knew that Deadpool three was coming. They knew yeah. that they were already de- they were already developing the Wolverine game that was coming out no matter whether there was a Deadpool movie or not. However, Sony does know what was happening, and they're like, okay, listen, you know what? Flip it. We're gonna do Spider Man first to write off the popularity of No Way Home, and of course the new Avengers uh, uh, Kang Dynasty movie that's that that's gonna be coming out, and then release the Wolverine game somewhere around the time that Deadpool three is coming out because Hugh Jackman is reprising his role as Wolverine. So it's gonna be so like yeah, why but not? Who's making a Wolverine game? That's what. It's, it's like them. It's it's it, it's. Um, is it mostly their Ratchet and Clank team because oh, the Insomniac team? Oh, Insomniac? Well, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. I which know they have at least two it. teams, but it seems like all hands are on deck 
completing a third Spider-Man game in four years. Um, maybe you they told. So? I mean, maybe they don't have to tell Sony anything. Sony's just like whatever you want to do. Yeah, we want to do Spider-Man because well, maybe in Spider-Man you control Miles and Peter at, uh, simultaneously. Maybe you bring them in, like you you go into into battles and they're both there, and you select Peter and you go in, you fight, fight, and you hit a button, a certain type of combo button, and Miles comes in, does yeah, a couple yeah, attacks, yeah. and then if you want to control him, you hit a certain button to take over as him as the main and have Peter as the secondary. Like that would be really cool because if well, I'm playing another game where I do some missions as Miles and some as Peter, and it's your vanilla Spider Man game, I'm going to be like, do I wait to buy this? Because I'm going to be playing Starfield like all year. Uh, right. You're right. I think well, they should have pushed Wolverine first, but I think they probably felt like, hey, this is paint by numbers. We're reskinning. We're doing some extra things. We can have this out and we can make back our money really fast. And then and, like we I said, can wait on to, Wolverine. Yes. And the thing is, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with Hollywood because, you know, let's face it, at the end of the day, Sony Pictures makes a ton of money as well. They lost a lot of money, but re but recently they've been doing really, really well. Okay, so yeah, Sony Pictures yeah. is doing well. Sony Animation is doing well. And, of course, the PlayStation is doing well. So the three departments and the, the three entertainment departments are doing incredibly well. So the thing is, try and coincide it. Even though they're not – Sony's not making the Wolverine movie – but you'd be a damn fool to release a Wolverine game now, and then and then two years from now, you have a Deadpool three with Wolverine coming back, and everybody's going nuts for it. It turns out to be a two billion dollar movie. I mean, right? I don't think Wolverine's coming release... out in twenty five. I think it's going to take a little while longer. It's it's been taking. Well, yeah, they're still they're still working on the, the the script is still they're still doing some issues there, and there's some principal photography, but nothing is in. No actors are in place. I mean, they're in place. But I mean, they're not—they're not filming anything yet. There's some time-sensitive filming that will be happening because Patrick Stewart's going to be back as Professor X, and wow. uh, and uh, and what's his name is back as Magneto. Uh, so that's time-sensitive because they're 90 years old, <laughs> right? So like yeah, you know, they got to yeah. get their stuff in there soon, um, you know. And so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. But anyways, it makes sense what they're doing. It's just it would have been nice to have that break and just go with the Wolverine game first. Anyways, to answer your question, by the way, I know we got off topic there. To answer your question, this is a tough one because Starfield yeah. is an unproven IP, but but it's made, it's got a pedigree behind it by the people that made. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Elder Scrolls series, and of course you got Todd Howard. So the yeah. thing is, you've got the you've got the clout of Todd Howard. You've got the might of you know the of not only the Xbox ecosystem but you've got the PC ecosystem in there as well that's going to be monstrous right so you got yep, it's it's yep. coming out on Steam right you got PC and Xbox releasing this game now Spider-Man is going to release is, is Spider-Man I think is this this one PS5 is next gen only next gen only no PS4 release yeah no PS4 yeah. there aren't that many PS4s in the wild i know it's growing so it'll probably be about 15 to 20 million you know that they're going to bundle the heck out of it in next fall that every oh, ps5 yeah. is coming yeah. out with a spider-man you'll so that only be able sale. to get a ps5 if you buy spider-man 2 i I, sure. I predict that yeah exactly just like god of war just like they did with horizon forbidden west same deal so 
I think it's going to be really be tough for neck. Starfield to out outsell Spider-Man based on those two scenarios you just said. But um, the only thing is the PS5 is that it's PS5 only, and then you got to think even even at the height of the PS4, a, a, oh, a yeah. massive Sony a, a massive Sony exclusive only sold maybe twenty percent. Yeah, Ragnarok did really well, but it was on everyone's PS4. Right, yeah, and you true. had you and you had. Um, here's the thing: the, even a, a big selling exclusive is only twenty percent of the player base is purchasing it. The other eighty percent are not buying those exclusives. Yeah, they're there yeah. to play Fortnite, Call of Duty, and whatever, and and uh, Warzone and Apex Legends. That's what they're and it's, and the, the the soccer cars game there. I always forget the name of it. Um, Rocket and, League, uh, yeah, Rocket League. So. At the end of the day, if you've got 15 million, 20 million PS5s in the wild and only 20% purchase the game. What's that number? That's like 4 million if it was 20 if it was 20 million consoles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you're selling like 4 million. Whereas like you look at the Xbox. How many people are going to be playing Starfield in the first month on Game Pass PC and Xbox Series S and X? Well, it's five, six million. That's the problem too. We can't you can't use a metric of sales because the sales, I would say more than half the people, if not more, are just gonna be playing it on Game Pass. So like it's gonna be different. And then you're gonna have people sit with semantics going, that, but oh well, you know, you downloaded it for five seconds, shouldn't count. And I'm but like, Meg, eighty well, percent of those people on Game Pass have been there for years or have been there long right. enough to have paid for a full price game. So they're like, This is my big payout, right? Um and then you're and on Steam got- and, and Windows. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's, be a big it's deal. Tough, it's tough to say because they could easily like like for example, Forza uh, Forza Horizon Five had like what 20, 20 million people download the game or, or were playing the game at one point or twenty five million something like that, and that was ridiculous. But then yeah, like twenty I said, million I think. Come, yeah, twenty million. So then, but the problem is people come in with the semantics again. They're like, well, well, you know, five million of that were people who just downloaded it and just turned it on for two seconds and turned it off. That doesn't, that shouldn't count as a sale or that shouldn't count right. as an engagement. And I'm like, okay, well, how are we going to measure that? Right. Whereas, right. whereas well, the PlayStation, Steven, this is strictly sales. Yeah. Stephen H in the chat says, who cares about Starfield? Uh, millions, millions, Stephen, that's your answer. Millions of people care about Starfield. Millions. Like I'm going to be playing yeah. the game. I'm going to put an, I'm going to put uh, at least a hundred hours, 150 hours into the game. Yeah. But I'm not buying it. I'm not yeah, buying Steve, it because I'm Steven, not I would expect. I would expect well over six million to be be playing Starfield in that first month. Well, as interesting as it is, Forza Horizon Five, which is mostly the same game as Four and Three, like mostly the same game. They were at like 7 million people had played Forza Horizon 5 within the first, before the first month was over. And I think Meg's right. They hit about 20 million. So there are millions of people that are hyped, hyped, not just play, not just wanting to play, but hyped about whatever you liked about No Man's Sky, whatever you thought was cool about uh, Star Citizen is wrapped up into Skyrim in space a full featured game that Bethesda Softworks poured their guts into, unlike phoning in their Austin team in Texas to make Fallout 76 and then embarrassingly right. hiding from that. Like Starfield is a big deal. It is yeah. going to be one of those games. I've said this before on the show. I hate to repeat myself. Steven, it's going to be one of those games where you go over, you go to work and people that don't normally talk about video games are going to be talking about Starfield. It's going to be a big deal. 
Maybe if they're not even playing, they it will come up in the conversation while they pour oh, their crappy break room coffee into their uh, dirty mug. That's what I was saying about mindshare, Colt. The, like when people start talking about it, talk, talking about water cooler, people who don't play them, they're like, "Oh, I heard about the Starfield thing." It's like The Last of Us. Like everybody's yeah. everybody. My parents watched The Last of Us. I never wanted, and they loved it. My mom loved it. She goes, "Oh, I love that Ellie. She's so she's so tough." And I like, and this, and I'm like, "Yeah." When in what world would I ever picture my mom in her mid sixties talking about? The Last of Us, but because yeah. it became a household name because of the popularity of the show, and then of course riding off the game. By the way, Shake Weight said something interesting in the chat. He says, uh, when when someone asks, says who cares about Starfield, uh, he said we're still playing Skyrim from 15 years ago. Shake Weight is not wrong. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Stephen says the legacy and the you know what I mean, the legacy yeah. and the the, the yeah. pedigree. Yeah, yeah. Stephen says I'm I'm going to try it. I don't know what to expect. I'll, I'll quickly paint for you a picture. Anybody else listening to what? Starfield is going to be like in a game. This is a game where you can build your own ship, gather your own crew, go to hundreds of planets, or at least go to dozens of planets where main things are going to be happening. You go on those planets. There are five main major cities that are akin to like a big civilization in a star or in a star Wars movie. There's a water planet where the people live above the water and their, their main commodity are, psychotropic fish that people actually use as a drug trade. There are uh, rogue cities, kind of like you'd see in a Star Wars movie, where a lot of uh, smugglers live. You can become a spice pirate, a smuggler, a do-gooder that works for the stream. Oh, yep, my, we just lost our connection. Let's see if it's coming back. Uh, yeah, okay, Mag, we'll, we'll have lost a bunch of viewers for just a moment, but our stream just came back. Um, anyway, as I'm saying, everything that you've experienced in Fallout 3 or Skyrim will be folded into everything I described to you. So that is what Starfield is going to be. It's going to be a big deal. Spider-Man is great. I love the Spider-Man games. We're going to get a third Spider-Man. We just played two of them in the past three or four years. That's yeah. that's what's good. Thank you, Happy Mom, for seeing that we're back. So I expect to see a, a big number drop off as we got disconnected for a second. But maybe it actually that's was pretty strange. instantaneous. But what do you think, Mag? Does that sound yeah. like a game you're excited about? What, Starfield? Yeah, yeah, Starfield. Yeah, of course, it's, of course I'm Yeah, of course I'm excited. I Same deal. I want I, once once it's in my hands. That's when I sit down and actually going to do something about it, right? And I'll be like, all right, that's what that's what's going to happen. However, up until then. We've been watching this game slowly but surely for the last couple of years. I don't want to know too much. I don't you know what either. I mean? Like, like I know there's a like a shout out to Wandering Volcanic. I saw what you wrote in the chat, scumbag. He said the show. <laughs> he said the show sucks, and then he disappeared. And then his and then his comment disappeared. Hey, I was hoping, our show. I does, I was hoping, our show does suck pretty bad. You know, no, um, we're terrible. You were just saying that you don't want to know. You know what else I don't want to know, Mag? Is you have all these perks, like you have all these skill tree perks. So yeah. I, I would assume you're not just going to be able to just shoot and loot. Like your character is going to get some type of powers that are like otherly human. They it'd have to be like there's a whole well, a setup like, of things. Like you're going to be able know, to do uh, some cool things. Then I wish Alicia. Fonz was here to go Starfield. Yeah, I saw Fonz. Hey, Fonz, how's it going? But um, you know what it was? Is uh, I was thinking of that movie Elysium. You know that movie Elysium with D Matt Damon, where yeah. he's got like that exoskeleton attached to him. Yeah. So it's not going to be like like supernatural or alien per se. Maybe, maybe, but I think a lot of it is going to be sort of like um, grounded tech, but grounded future is, tech. Like, is that like the movie where where he's stuck on Mars and then he? He botches that one planet that they're trying to save and shoves Matthew McConaughey down a icy hills at that movie. No, 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 no. This one was um, he's on Earth 
and all the rich people are on like um are on like a halo ring. On, I know, I know. Did oh. you remember like in like three years' time, he was in like three space epics? Like he was in Martian, was Interstellar, Martian, and Elysium, Interstellar. And, yeah. and something else. <laughs> yeah, it was like three in a row. It was like like in nine months. I'm like, okay, Matt Damon, we get it. You like space, anyways? Um, yeah, it, like I could see like an Elysium kind of thing, like where he would have like you know an enhanced exoskeleton where you could jump twenty feet instead of two feet. Or yeah, something like yeah, that, maybe. right? Uh, maybe like uh, some Mandalorian style jetpacks. Who the heck knows? Like things like that. Well, we do. Have, we do know we have that. But oh no, no yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm kind of no, with yeah, you. Like gravity boots. Chat. Are you with Meg and I? Like you. You want to know everything, but then you're kind of like, I, I think. I think I heard enough, and I want to be surprised. I know Fonz is probably one of those nah, guys who wants to be surprised by the rest of the magic. But you know, I didn't talk about like you make your own character and just the whole RPG thing, and you level up. You can lockpick cases. It's all that stuff that <laughs> Matt Damon. All that yeah, stuff Matt we love. Damon. Let me read I a couple that. supers. Um, it's you getting really read late. Him, Colt, read them. Colt, I'll be right back. Okay, okay. Um, where was I? You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, crap. I'll have to save that when he comes back. But uh, Aloysius Kling says, pros and cons of Elite 2 controller. Do I need one? Hmm. Okay, the pros are the 40-hour battery life. The weight of the controller is fantastic. The um, It just feels so great. But people have had problems with the bumper. One of the bumpers will go out. And I can't reach it right now, but my... Halo Master Chief controller is like perfect over the past two years, but it's fallen off my shelf and there's a gouge in the front of the rubber padding. Like, you know how people say the rubber padding comes off? Mine hasn't, but I gouged a little spot. So right here on my hand, I can feel it on my thumb. I'm like, oh man, it was so perfect. But I've been using that thing every day since it came out when Halo Infinite dropped. So Alicia's Kling, if you have $200 and... You, you want that extra special, like that really great feeling when you play all those games. I think it's worth it, but I hate to tell people how to spend their money. The cider with the $2 super chat says Starfield will have a broader audience. Now that's, I don't know if I could, I'm not sure if I could say that. Like it's a huge audience with the most popular game on PlayStation is the Spider-Man game, even more popular than God of War. That is a broad audience, but I think Starfield and Spider-Man are going to go head to head like nobody's ever believed. It's going to be a big fight. Chat, let me know what you think is going to happen because Spider-Man 2 is going to be really popular, really, really popular, but Starfield is, man, I know I want to play that one way faster. The problem is I have a feeling that Spider-Man is going to come out. They're going to set that release date for like the 12th or the 14th, like one week after Starfield, so they can just cannibalize and just just pour all the cold water over all the Starfield excitement. Good luck, good luck, PlayStation. The Doctor, the Canadian Five Fifty. Thank you so much. He says, "Hey, Cole, hey, bro, what's up?" He says, "Cole, I heard you're from the Pacific Northwest. Have you ever visited Oregon, where the Polybus game came from, the arcade game? I didn't know that was actually from Oregon, and I watched Angry Video Game Nerd and." Xbox Ahoy or Ahoy from YouTube cover that uh, very weird game that apparently puts people in a psychotic state that doesn't really exist. But no, I yeah, have I not been the there. Game. But yeah, but the doctor, if right in the chat, I'll try and keep an eye out for where in Oregon because I've been to a lot of cool places in Oregon. Uh, this one's for Mag Highlander hey. says Mag gave my daughter a Pac Man One Up arcade. She very hates nice. it when I get top nice. ten score on the game. Told her she has to get better to beat me. 
I thought I thought she, I thought it just ended with she hates it, and I'm like, well, then send me the uh, send me the cabinet. <laughs> you don't have I, a Pac-Man one. No, yeah. no, no. I was I've been I was eyeballing the Miss Pac-Man one, but that'll have to wait till uh, later on in the year next year. Uh, I'm slowly building this arcade, but because uh, I mean, you know, I'm building this arcade. I got three cabinets right now, but the thing is. You know, when you're doing that, we're also trying to keep up with the new stuff, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's only so much money to go around. I can't go. I can't go buy like ten cabinets, and all of a sudden, you know, the next day I'm like, oh man, you know. Then I have to buy a new console. Then I have to buy a PSVR two. Or uh, something you gotta like get that. Like, the ones like, you're gonna geez. play. I don't know how much I would play Pac-Man, but when I met my wife, she had the Miss Pac-Man cabinet and the uh, Galaxia, or the one that starts with an X. There's Galaxy, like Galaxian, and um, one of those. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I walked in. I'm like arcade cabinets. Like that was on that was on silver spoons. Like who yeah. has? Like I thought that was so cool. And um, I, I, I swear it was like the first couple weeks we were dating. Her parents were like, "We got to sell these things," and they were gone. Uh, so I never really got to play them. Let's see where are we at. We got uh, Spartan six six one. Thank you so much for the five. Says I think Xbox should buy Konami instead of Sega after acquiring ABK. It's not a big publisher, and they have some great IPs. I'd rather have Konami over Sega, but that's me. Meg, what would you pick over Sega uh, or Konami? Yeah, well, see, Sega has Sega has. I think they have more IPs, but Konami has better ones. The thing, the only problem with Konami is that if I'm not mistaken, I think Konami's in uh, cahoots with uh, play with Sony. Because if uh, I think mm-hmm. there's a rumor that uh, the, the the Silent Hill two remake for the ground up remake is only coming out for the PlayStation Five. Okay. So I don't think that I don't think that Xbox or uh, Microsoft could acquire them because I think they're already working with Sony, and I think that they would continue to work with Sony. So I, I mean, that's just my guess. Sega, on the other hand, seems very, very open and ripe for the picking. Uh, so they seem to be very uh, – I, 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 100% they'd be down for an acquisition. 100%. Yeah, I mean, people – that's funny that when we talk about these things, these studios want to be bought. They want to be They want to be funded. They don't care who they work uh, – well, I mean, maybe they do care who they work for, but all hey, these studios have wanted to be bought. Like, this is what they wanted. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't have signed. It. They don't want to worry about turning their lights on the next day if they can afford it. They don't want to have to worry about whether they can afford payroll next month. Microsoft yeah. can worry about that. They could sell a couple of million uh, Surface Pros and off they go. There you go. Sega's paid for the whole year. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they're making so much money. They want to. They want that that protection, so to speak. You yeah. know what I mean? They want that umbrella. They want that comfort that knowing that they basically have. I mean, not endless because it's not like all the money that Microsoft makes funnels into xbox no it's a division of microsoft of microsoft and microsoft gives them a budget obviously otherwise they'd be broke for crying out loud but the thing is i get it but the thing is you still have way more money than you would if you remained independent so and of course the access to r&d look at a company like ninja theory look at the look at they did look what they did without microsoft imagine what they're going to do we talked about it last week imagine what they're going to do with microsoft's money power r&d and of course their equipment and everything else right it's amazing yeah and the technology they have so why the heck wouldn't you want to do that can you imagine imagine what a sonic game would look like with the, with microsoft's money behind it well, I'm i mean in. it might it might look like a sonic game but works venom in the chat says xbox needs capcom and right now we're you know, we're playing one of the best games, one of the game of the year contenders, you know, Resident Evil four remake and Capcom has some great stuff. And people were talking about dead rising in the chat a second ago. Um, Capcom would be a really good buy. Um, do they need to be bought? Probably not. But when Microsoft comes says, Hey, 
Come on over. That might be something that we'll have to discuss in another show. Meg, we've gone, you've gone a couple hours. I've had such a great time. Thank you so much yeah, for man. being here, bro. Yeah, man. It was a great time. And again, it's amazing how fast, like it always feels like the first 50 minutes take forever to get going. And I'm like, oh my God, we've only been talking for 50 minutes. And then all of a sudden the next hour and 45 just rip past once we get into convo and that's it, man. It just keeps going. But man, it flew by again. This is our third show under our belt. We're doing great. The chat's been awesome. We're still over a thousand people in the chat, even after two plus hours in the show. I'm absolutely amazed and absolutely super, super humbled and happy that everybody's still checking us out. And uh, everybody except that one guy has been having a great time. So, uh, hey, man, like, you suck I'll call him out. out. Yeah, I'll call. I'll call him right out when someone does oh. something like that because I know I know what they're up to. They're just looking for attention. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, it, you know it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Uh, it, was, nah, was, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, Meg and I, we really appreciate you guys being here because it's just Meg and I on the mic. And I know, I know we talk a hundred miles an hour and we can't help it, but we come from a pedigree where we've been on shows where there's like five, six people, sometimes seven. And when it's your turn to talk, you're like, yeah, you got to get it all in in five minutes because you won't, because you're not going to say anything else after, but like you're you got to get through the other seven panel members, right? So yeah. And people are like, Meg, in. You're interrupting Colt or like Colt, you're interrupting Meg. I'm like, what? Look, we barely know what we're doing here. And I told Meg before the show, I was like, hey, let's try and let's hang back, slow down a little bit. There's no way. We're 100 miles now, an hour. We, it's we appreciate never you guys. going to happen. But, anyways, <laughs> great show, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Meg, I don't know what you have for your plans for the week, but I need to get back to uh, making some videos. I have a couple things that we were supposed to talk about Unreal Engine 5 and the Hellblade stuff, but maybe it'll go into a video later but uh what what do you have in the, what's your plans for the week bro tell everybody uh, well, about them I, obviously the, we got the show here tonight wednesday night i'm going to be with mr boomstick xl on uh, on primetime gaming that's at 7 p.m. eastern standard time and uh and then i well i did some filming last week uh, for um for a video i'm doing with gaz so mm -hmm. i did some filming there and some ideas that i had uh, down uh, I've got some more stuff coming up, but not this week. I'm going to start some more stuff next week. So I'm trying to compartmentalize everything that I'm doing. Like a little bit each week, I'm doing a little bit more stuff. And, uh, you know, I like, I, like, I like doing collaborations and things like that with other people. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, some of my own personal videos, I've, I've kind of put on hold for now because it hasn't been as funny as I, I would like it to be. So And some of it was way too controversial. So even my wife said, you can't release that. So I was like, okay, that's oh. fine. I'll stop. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Even she... She was like, no, this is too much. Like, this is too much. Because I'm like, here's what we're doing. And she's like, no, even for you, that's too much. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. But hey, you better sometimes listen to for her. comedy, sometimes for comedy, you got to push the envelope. And uh, But I'm not going to, you know, there's, I also don't want to get canceled at the same time. So anyways, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm doing this week. I'll be on primetime gaming. And then uh, the rest of the week, I'm going to be doing my regular job. And of course, you can catch me here next Monday. 8 p.m. standard, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, standard time for the next uh, uh, episode of XNC. So we're going to have that. Colt, what do you got going on this week? Brother? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to kind of uh, try and take it easy and uh, get into the Forza Horizon DLC this week, uh, play some MLB the show for people that care about hitting a baseball around the park, picking it up, throwing it in another mitt and all that stuff. But we really appreciate it. Let's see, make sure I got all the supers. We got just two that One came line. in. Creative Vibes XL says, why isn't Resident Evil 4 Remake on Xbox One? Love y'all. Um, I didn't. I didn't I think actually just... think about that, but it certainly looks like an Xbox One X game, slightly upgraded. Spartan Six Six One with another one says, "You guys are awesome, and everyone is entertained. We really appreciate it. Like seriously, like turning on the on the green light for me, uh, I get a little nervous. No matter how many shows I do, Mag, I where's the outro button? Oh my, oh geez, we disconnected right there. There it is. 
Bye, guys. We'll see you next week.